This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the world's shittest podcast, the home of the hostile gospel, and it's the last episode for the year. And I went through the comments of who I've got the best responses from uh, per episode, and the guests that are assembled around the table represent that. So without further ado, please welcome back Alan Brady and James Connors from the Newcastle Comedy Club. And, and can I just say sucked into Elliot because he's not here. <laughs> so obviously two of the stronger owners of the club are proven by statistics yeah. now as well. So you can't really argue the, uh, argue the numbers, we can got you? The, we got the data to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've got Taylor Coftry back as well. Welcome, mate. Thanks for having me, mate. How's the... How, uh, how how are we all feeling, boys? Newcastle Comedy Club's Christmas party last oh night, and I heard she was fucking looser than a Cessnock, Cessnock ganger, so. <laughs> Look, it was um, it was brutal. It, yeah. was, it was good. It was good. I was happy with it. If the licensing police are listening, uh, we stopped <laughs> trading before 10. Uh, everything was adhered to very strictly. No, it was a great night. It yeah. was really, really good. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, someone slipped in vomit. And fell down the stairs at the end of the evening. That so is the best way to cap off. That shows, you, like, that's just a bit of a taster as to how the, the evening. Uh, went, you know? So, so the boys are feeling a bit dusty uh, today, as you can imagine. After but we're gonna, one. we're getting back. Turn on it, it around. We're getting back with on the it. Seven percent. And you know how we do it. So with any hair of the dog, you need something strong to get you back on board. So we've rolled with Dayton Beer, the Overdrive West Coast IPA. It's mm. a 7%, two standard drinks. Uh, West Coast IPAs, boys, are typically very dank. So I'll give you a cheers and we can uh, see oh, how yeah, it goes. Cheers. Very good year. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, lads. We've got some serious froth sound effects. Well, yeah, it's good. Definitely big and danky. That's mm. not bad, eh? But you're right, it is pretty dank, dude. Pretty dank. But that's what we're about, <laughs> about the dankiness. I and, know what uh, dank means too, so it definitely is dank. I like a West Coast IPA. Being the Christmas special, we've decided that we're going to do a continuation of the Christmas party because Taylor and I couldn't make it. So I've got an esky <laughs> full of piss here. Oh, <laughs> so strap dude, this in. week has been out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Just literally boozing... Smoking cigars. Oh, it's been it, it's been a whole week for us. I'm like yes. more hangover than human being at the moment. I'm just it, like well, it's, so it has been a big week for you guys because yeah. you had the you celebrated a year since opening the comedy club. Congratulations, mm. thank you. And then thanks, guys. Obviously the Christmas party, but what's happened in between that's kept the booze? Party Newcastle going? Live Christmas party on Friday. Jets oh. corporate box. Oh, how much? That was? Okay, so like yeah. we we went and saw the Jets play Brisbane Raw. And I like, don't really and remember watching the game. Well, the, 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 the game. 
the game wasn't great. And me and James just sitting there just watching it, whatever. But like there's a game down in Melbourne, right? In the same league where the, uh, they had like 400 pitch invaders. Someone threw a metal bucket at like the yeah, goalkeeper. And he's yeah. like, and like, why couldn't we go into that one? Yeah, like, exactly. What so much more safe? From the safety of the corporate Yeah, ball. exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, so like, we're our armed guards to start <laughs> taking out the pitch that invaders. That would have been so good. It's like when you're watching like V8s or it could be Formula One. It's boring as shit. But when something explodes, you're like, man, I'm into this sport. Like it's yeah. very much the same with the A-League. Yeah, so they throw a flare and the goalkeeper throws it back and then 400 people invade the pitch. But I, think, <laughs> I think the most surprising thing is like, who knew the A-League had 400 supporters? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, there's more people on the pitch right now than were at the Jets game on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's always a treat to be in a corporate box. Oh, yeah, isn't, for sure. it the be- isn't it the oh, best? I, and I'm like, we're outside the front gate and I'm like, are we winning? How arrogant can I be? Where are we in the ladder? Is it the start of the season or the end of the season? Because I have no idea. I have no frame of reference, but it's like, oh, what, there's free piss? All right, sweet, I'm into this. Who are we, who are we screaming at? Free piss and good food will turn you into a sports fan at any corporate box. Especially oh. a sport you mm. don't give a fuck about. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like being, like yeah, being yeah, in a corporate box at the game <laughs> that you don't care about watching must be fucking sick yeah. as hell. Because uh, if it's a game that you actually care about, you're on the edge of your seat, you're sweating, you're like, oh, is this... You, you want to be focused. You don't want to be paying attention to all this other shit. But when you don't care about the game, it's yeah, like yeah. chilling around like it's a party. James genuinely <laughs> asked me a question. He's like, what colour are we? <laughs> like, <laughs> we? We had to work it out at the beginning who we needed to yell at. And like. that was just before halftime. So... <laughs> <laughs> Surely they're blue and red, right? The Newcastle Jets, isn't that? I, like- I, don't, I think they were great. I don't even remember what the colours were. Uh, I, I remember one team had black. I, I, I think they're like what, yellow and red on yeah. or some shit. Oh, really? the, like most of the commentary I got for James from the game, there was some guy that James went to school with, and he's like, "Oh, see that guy down there in the suit? He's a weasel." And then James just told me his <laughs> yeah. life story about how this guy sucks. And then a woman leans over my shoulder and goes, "Oh, are you talking about?" Insert that his absolute <laughs> real name. Yeah, I've known him for years. What a great guy. <laughs> James, and I, and I've just done like a 15 minute yeah. take down. It's so on funny because James has had to do like the most emotional 180 because it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's an arrogant cunt. I meant, yeah. I'm like, lovingly. No, no I. <laughs> maybe no, I just got him on a bad day. You might actually just be actually a really good guy. Because <laughs> no, when it happened, I go, okay, well, how's this going to work? I either stop talking shit about him, never, or I lean in and I double down. So I asked two questions to try to clarify how she knows him. And then I was like, all right, I'm continuing. And then I did another 15 minutes. <laughs> and then she left and didn't talk to me for the rest of the evening. So I'm like, assuming she got the message that I wasn't talking about what a great bloke this guy was. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can get out of any situation if you're calling someone a cunt. You can yeah. like, no, like I mean like mad cunt. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy's a no, but cunt. I was just like, uh, hey, it's already done now. Well, well, She's already heard it. Well, well, so James, I may as well finish. James gave me like a 10 minute like background diatribe and what a piece of shit this guy is. So he was trying to tell me all this stuff that would be like inflammatory. But like at the end, James is going to be like and that's why he's a nerd so james just had to leave out the so that's why he's a nerd like james just had to say i like that his dad's rich i like that he's really into numbers and, and he's he got heaps of opportunities he yeah. didn't deserve and he travels for free everywhere and i think that's cool too yeah. <laughs> but the way you managed to back it up because that woman's done an eavesdropping yeah. dude like yeah it's like also can you fucking not yeah exactly yeah. i'm trying to all, all I can say is, look, I thought Will the Bad One's not watching the game, but it turns out no one was watching the game. Everyone's just listening to James. That's the most interesting thing happening at the stadium. Everyone's looking at that guy going, like, he's a fucking... <laughs> like seven different groups of people. I'm like, fuck that guy in the yeah. fucking suit. The, the, the squadron start chanting, loser. Like, throwing flares at him. 
We should have got a bucket to throw at that dude's yeah, head. Yeah, <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I felt kind of bad because it's like I have no attachment to the sport and also I think the fans of it are really fucking lame. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's yeah. why you're, you're not Italian. Talk about someone you're not Italian and you're not from Europe. So, yeah. like, yeah, it this is, is all manufactured. Soccer does have some of the wankiest fans, I think, that, have, that are going yeah. around. Like, yeah. Anyone who's like willing to like riot over a game of of like the biggest pussy sport in the world, <laughs> yeah, just fucking well, take it. It's hype. fucking crazy too. Like, and I've never even come close to fucking wanting to riot, dude. And I like go for St Kilda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if you, if you and then, I've been fucking pushed, bro. <laughs> if you pushed to the limit. If you needed an excuse to fucking throw a flare or bash someone at a train station, going for St Kilda is exactly. <laughs> exactly <laughs> dude, I tell you what grinds my gears about soccer. It's the only sport where the fans are tougher than the players. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and and they. Ran on, so there's some photo of like when they first ran on, and there's one guy who's like clearly from, he's not part of the, he's not from here, he's not Anglo-Saxon, he's he's no, he's from the crowd, and he's standing out there going, yeah, what? And there's a photo of that, and then some guys like, oh yeah, look at this tough guy down on the bottom left, thinks he's tougher than the players. He's like, well, actually, he was marching towards the players, and they were fleeing. So maybe. <laughs> Maybe he is. Yeah. Dude, it was so funny. Like, because when you, you watch, can't, you can't red card a dude who's blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> when you watch, when you watch the footage as well, like one of the first fans, like he runs up, like ready to engage, but then like he realizes, like, fuck, maybe I shouldn't like yeah, throw hands. Maybe and I shouldn't engage. take on two hundred people. <laughs> maybe all this is a penalty. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think just to just to cap it off. You watch the slow-mo footage, right, of the guy, he gets the bucket to the head and then there's pictures of him, like, being, like, rushed off the field and he's, like, running and there's, like, blood coming down his face. Yeah. I just, it's like, that's the first verifiable time that a soccer player has ever been in a contact situation in the game and he wasn't immediately rolling around on the field crying. Yeah. yeah. He, so it's almost like when they do that, it's not uh, real. Because well, when they get hit in the face with a bucket, there's no... When it's real, it is real. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and then when they it's not real, it's not real at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy just come out and said he's taken next season off though. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will clarify that. He said he's not coming back next season. So. He's got career ending CTE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I put that clause in my contract where if I got hit by a fucking bucket, yeah. I get Paid out for a season. <laughs> so he's going to get upwards of $38,000 for that whole year. Yeah. He the he's going to start a yoga studio and then come back the next year. Uh, did, did you guys see that uh, because Argentina uh, won the World Cup? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there was like a lot of weird shit that happened. One was they gave Messi this like weird black cloak that he had to wear. Oh, yeah. So, so it looks like a little public flasher. Like it's so weird. But then like the goalkeeper got like the golden glove and immediately put it on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to pull up his face. And everyone's looking at him just going, we're in the most sexually like conservative state in the entire world. Yeah. And everyone's just looking at him going, yeah, my hand's a dick. Like, and I'm just like, what That's the fuck is happening? They asked him like, cause he, cause he, he mouthed something when he did that yeah. and they go, what did you say? And he goes, no glove, no love, baby. So- <laughs> <laughs> it's so mental. Oh dude, nothing makes sense. That's That's so and I'm pretty sure Argentina was the one that got, there was that like article that came out being like, oh yeah, the Argentinian basketball, team are so apologetic because they 
got into some competition where they could go and play Japan and to celebrate they took a team photo doing the eyes. Oh <laughs> my god. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Like they don't they don't Hell know. Yeah, dude. They're, they're from Argentina. They have no idea. They're just yeah. like, yeah, cool, I'm going over there. That's a funny thing to do. They thought they were culturally yeah. appropriating. <laughs> Fucking chill, dude. <laughs> Half of them are descendants of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's in their blood. If that's the worst that they do, that's... Hey, let yeah, them play all, all I'm saying is the PR for that team aren't taking notes from you right now, James. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're not going, this is a rock solid defense. This is what I'm going with. Because we know James, like James 180 Connors over here yeah. can turn any situation around depending on who's listening. But no, like, no, I lent into it. <laughs> and he, and, and I lent in, I made the down call approach. and I lent into it. And James can throw this shade because he is, he is 132... Th- one thirty second. He's one thirty second Chinese. <laughs> yes, my dad's black and my mum's Asian. It's a hell of a combo. Yes. He's blazing. 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 And what rare. happens when the They're race expensive. is mixed? Hey. And what happens when the race is mixed? That's it. So fucking thing of beauty. Not good. Is your, yeah. <laughs> is, your, is your mic fucking? Is it? A, is it? No, sorry. I was just. Or? I was just doing this to tighten and yeah. sweet now. All right. Fucking all gravy. Oh, man. So, so yeah, dude, my, my kidney... I woke up with sore kidneys today, boys, and I didn't even have, mm. like, a big... Uh, I didn't even have a big weekend on the source, and I was like, is it low? Is it legitimate lower back pain or is it my internal organs saying that <laughs> 2022 was a great year, but it might not see the end of 2023? Yeah, dude, kidney problems happen, dude. I fucking... One time I had fucking... Was real close to kidney failure. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, Seriously? because that was like when I was really into like bodybuilding and stuff, I was just like pumping myself full of shit and they were just like, yo, stop doing that. <laughs> what kind of shit? No, don't Crazy. you fucking worry about it, baby. <laughs> no, nah, like mainly just like having way too much like protein and pre-workout and creatine. I was just pumping my shit, pumping myself full mm. of all that shit. And then once I stopped doing it, that I, it pretty much all just went away. There's a local piss head down who lives in Stockton here and he's like, he's like, yeah, mate, fuck, I'm, 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 get, I'm on the gear and he's like, I'm on the gear. And he goes, what you need to do? And he's just like, if you get like some gear and then take it and then drain all your testosterone, <laughs> right? Then what you need to do is go into the doctor, say you're not feeling yourself, say you've got low energy and stuff like that. They'll do blood work. They can check your T levels and your T levels low. Then you get pharmaceutical grade gear. And he goes, now I'm just on the gear, bruh. And I was just like, that sounds like what I did to get prescription weed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just so I didn't have to crash my hormones. Yeah. Look, the, the amount of unsolicited medical advice I've seen James give to people over the bar at a club whilst he's smoking medical weed, I think one step below that is a pub at Stockton getting unsolicited medical advice, okay? All I'm saying is, like, if he's telling you, yeah, you do this, go to the doctor, just go, cut out the middle, man, just go to the doctor. Go straight to the doctor. Like, like, just figure that out really, with the actual professional. Really is the yin and yang of dudes you shouldn't listen to. Yeah. 100%. If, yeah. I want, if I want advice on how to not pay child, Support. I'll chat to you, Mark. But like, I want to know about how to drain my balls of testosterone so I can get jacked in six months after I've grown tits. Then maybe I'll leave that up to the professionals. What in the name of fuck is this dude talking? What are they prescribing these fucking good steroids for in the first place, dude? You're just going back, doctor. I'm not feeling myself. I'm not fucking jacked yet. Dude, don't worry about it, mate. How's your T levels? Like, I don't know about you guys. After forty, do you just give up on trying to get jacked? Like, you're not the rock, buddy. Like, no, nah, dude. I'm gonna Joe Rogan until I fucking die, dude. dude if you see like Yol Romero or like The Rock or like those guys, like all you have to do is say you don't do steroids and just do all the steroids. Yeah. Like that's what you're like. Yeah. Or, or even, or even Liver King is like, nah, I don't do any roids, and it comes out okay. I do seven roids. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't do it. I've never done it. I never will do it. I spend 11k a month, but I'll fuck I'm, I was just trying to sell. I was just trying to sell hundreds of millions of dollars of shit to people who are to vulnerable men who don't feel good about themselves. It's, it's so funny as well because like it wasn't even a little bit of steroids. It was all the steroids. Yeah, yeah. All the steroids you get. Primals. I started this video today because I lied. <laughs> But I you, lied. You, you had to know, <laughs> just looking at the skin tone of him, just yeah. like some kind of weird deep purple. Yeah. It's like, are you yeah. one big muscle? What are you? What is happening? He, yeah, he's, he's got like, <laughs> looks like the fucking emblem of Ribena, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks like a giant throbbing dick. Yeah. His, like, his whole body is so veiny and so much, like yeah. constantly. His whole body's like a purple alcoholic nose. Like, it's just like, yes. yes. How are you this color? Dude, I wonder how many just like sort of like skinny fat dudes who don't get pussy like went to a butcher and were like, I need some raw liver. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there would many. have been people. There absolutely, uh, absolutely, 100%. just eating fucking raw liver in like pancreas of like a sheep and shit, yeah. and they're just like, like, "Why aren't I jacked?" Maybe yet? Michaela will talk to me at school tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of weeks off school because I got salmonella again. <laughs> Thanks, Liver King. Dude, what it just? It's it's just such but a. Liver King says that that's just as detoxing all the toxins out of my system. Yeah, yeah. So I'm how you're shitting like myself shitting out. water for two weeks and losing heaps of weight? That's a uh, detox. The, the irony of the Liver King almost dying from liver failure from too much roids is just beyond me. <laughs> so incredible, dude. So funny. It's yeah, but like I think with that dude, just come out and go. Yeah, I'm on eleven roids, and that's why I look jacked. So if you want to get like, just, just be honest. Yeah, like, for sure. Just because like, like even the rocks come out, and because he's looking the most jacked ever. And he's like 50. He's like, I'm not in anything. I'm like, you just like, yeah, you're no, this is his official story. He said, when I was 16, I tried something. Yeah. And I got gyno. So I never touched it again. Yeah. Fucking lie. Like, sorry, it? if you're, if you're dabbling at 16, you are currently on roids, regardless of what you look like. You could look like my uncle and you are still definitely on it. He's hundred percent on on yeah. everything, yeah, dude. like, but, but like yeah, one hundred percent, dude. One time, I fucking made a guy tear up because I was telling him that the rock was on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, dude, well, we were twenty four years old. <laughs> He's like, no, dude, no, dude. Show me this picture through his cheat meal. Yeah. Look, okay. look at this That's picture of him when he's fifteen, bro. He's fucking huge, and I was just like, you're an idiot. Look, I asked you not to bring up this story of when we first met. Okay, like I said, you said you wouldn't. Yeah, right, right. right, it was dude. embarrassing. It's the same story as Liver King as well, where he's like, "Oh, look at look at the physical shape I was in at 15. It's just like, can't just because you're yeah. fucking forty three now and yoke doesn't mean you weren't doing shit when you were fifteen. Oh, as well. but like, but you can't like, like if someone wants to go down that route and if they want to look like a fucking superhero, but like you're taking so many risks, like like all the power to them if they want to do that. You're honest to like look at yeah, Yol sure. Romero, man. Like you look at him at like thirty when he should be like you know in his prime for that weight division. Now he's forty four and he's so absurdly jacked and he's on like a winning spree. You're just like, yeah, well, like all of them. Are taking roids in the UFC. Yes. They're just all dodging it different ways. It's like that Bill Burr joke when he talks about Lance Armstrong. He's like, our roided up guy, but you're roided up guy. And it's, it's fine. So like, you look at someone like that and you're just like, holy fuck. Like it's incredible what you can do to your body if you're willing to have no testicles. Like it's, it's, it's actually <laughs> yeah. incredible. I think every professional athlete is definitely just sourced up because like the technology to catch them is behind the technology that there is for cheating. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and also they, they are just making drugs that there's no test for. Yeah. yeah. That's what they do. You can't they, tell they basically, me. they get a chemist or like a 
Condom makes chemicals, whatever the name is. Where's <laughs> 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 <Dr>. Connor's <laughs> over here? Like, if you want unsolicited medical advice, come to Newcastle Comedy Club. We'll sort you out. Yeah. No, but they look through like like journals of like failed yeah. um, steroids, right? Because obviously, when they developed tests, they were like, okay, this is the most efficient, least side effects. This is the predominant one that we're going to go with. There was probably three or four other ones that were still working, but maybe had too much side effects or weren't as effective. Yeah. And then, so they just like resurrect those old molecules. And then, so there's literally no test for it. Yeah, so you can just be on like the second grade testosterone. Like they just change no the mo- molecular play. compounds. It's That's just going to go so far. How long until it like goes full circle when everyone's on roids and then one guy's just but like, I want chicken and broccoli, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just chicken and rice. I, I want, I want to see a roid Olympics oh, in my lifetime. James, James, you've, if you've watched any Olympics, you've seen a roid Olympics. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, but I want to see even more. I want to ramp yeah. it up. I want it to be dosed at the start line. <laughs> Yeah. I want to see like people do the hundred they and not be able to slow down and just hit the fence like a cheese grate. I, yeah. I, I just like, I, that's I lo- what I want to see. I love, I love that like you do the urine test and if you haven't done enough roids, then yes. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like, like what are you? Athletes, yeah. <laughs> athletes don't have coaches; Fuck. they just have their own scientists. Yeah. yeah, dude, imagine the javelin. You just get some roided up dude from fucking Nigeria and he just throws. Yeah, it he doesn't out even the travel stadium. to the Olympics. He just throws it from <laughs> where he is. Fucking tons of. <laughs> 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 so fucking funny. Oh, my my mate Clape, uh, he trained for like years down the Australian Institute of Sports as like a weightlifter. I think he was like uh, eighty four kilo or something like that, right? <laughs> and the Australians never do well because like our drug testing here is so fucking strict. So he was training with the Iranian team, and they just basically laughed at his face. They're like, "Man, if you're not doping, like you." you like, what's the point of even trying, right? So, Clape was one of the best <laughs> in Australia for his weight division. He went to the Masters. So, they they held a competition in Australia with, like, all the old weightlifters, right? There was an Iranian dude who was an ex-Olympic champion. He was 75. He weighed 25 kilos less than Clape, and his combined total was 80 kilos more than Clape's. Because <laughs> this shit is still right. And he's like, that's like, I was like, I don't think I should do this sport anymore. <laughs> like 75. And just smoked him. Clape would have been like 27, just 28. Like, old like guy right in that up, sweet spot. Just fucking yeah. jacked. Dude, it's, it's nuts. Like, there is just, you cannot compete. And so, like, the. Um, I can't remember what the, the anti-doping body for the Olympics is called, but um, they basically said, like, weightlifting might not be in the next Olympics. They've said, we've given you since, like, the fucking 80s to clean up your act. It's only got worse. Like, it's, and it's also, so fucking bad. Also, like, the weightlifting is where... Like people like start pissing and shitting themselves. That's the best. Yeah. It's like that's Rectal not Olympic prolapse. sport now. Yeah. That's like genuine fucking degenerate behavior. That's like yeah, I like sure. I, I love when uh, I love when athletes like in like marathon runners shit themselves. It's just like mm. how how like but not like Olympic at like a local grade where someone's running a marathon. It's like yeah, dude. bro, you <laughs> shat your pits and humiliated yourself to come. 400th in a, like a yeah. thousand person. You're not race. even on it's crazy, crazy, dude. Dude, like, if I'm ever running a marathon and I need to shit, I'm just stopping and I'm, going to a bathroom and being like, you know what, dude? I didn't finish the race. I needed yeah, to shit. Yeah, put 26 minutes on my total. I don't give a fuck. I'm keeping my dignity. Yeah. Yeah, Cam Duggan had a great joke about walking in the Olympics yeah. on Raw National Finals like years ago. He's like, well, if walking is too much, mate, just have a rest. <laughs> have a rest. Because. Look, you're not winning anything Dude, here. I, you have a rest. If you're finishing the walking like this, you're not winning. So just have a rest. And, and how good are the commentators as well? Because like with every Olympic sport, it's like, and here is James Conner's attempting <laughs> a 250 kilogram clean and press. 
Yeah, he's been training since he was 13 years old, lifting. Like, what do they say for walkers? It's like, <laughs> she was walking at an early age, you know? <laughs> she completely skip, skip crawling. Like, just, she was a, like, yeah, she came she, out of the womb moonwalking. She's a real talent. Like, what are we talking yeah. about, cunts? Just show like baby footage of them taking their first steps and then just grabbing like a <laughs> bottle of formula and splashing it on their face. And <laughs> Some say she was born to walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so Fucking because hell. we're back on the other beers, we're just going to quickly hit this button again. Now, I've done uh, – next year when I start the pod, what I'm going to do is I'm aiming to do 50 episodes next year and I'm going to have a top 50 and then on the last yeah. episode we'll announce the best beer of the year. It's going to be called Beer of the Year, Taylor Coftry. Cool. Nice. But I have, copped, I have copped some uh, comments in the past yeah. and they said, mate, what the fuck's going on when you use the VB theme song and VBs are never drank on the podcast? So – here you go, cunts. We've got the uh, the very best Victoria Bitter Stories. Mother's Milk. This is what uh, this is what our friend Toddy started breastfeeding on, actually. So, um, <laughs> shout out to you, Toddy. You're and the it biggest, shows biggest piss wreck I know. I didn't know someone could have fetal alcohol syndrome after they've been born. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I love you, Toddy. <laughs> I've got a I've got a fact here that's relevant to some of the stuff we've been discussing with the World Cup. Uh, according to historical records, Aussie rules footy is older than soccer. Really? Hell yeah, dude. Let's Fuck go. Yeah. According, Let's fucking according go, to dude. the people of VB who would never lie. N- never lie. Uh, that is that is the truth. They should make it a world game, I reckon. It'd be much better. Mine says Australia has won over 200 more Commonwealth game medals than any other country. And a fun fact about that is no one gives a fuck about the Commonwealth yeah. Games. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, I, I remember one the time... the only one being like, yeah, the <laughs> Queen owns us. We're actually owned by the English. Everyone else is just like got independent. Well, That's yeah, why we just win all the medals. Yeah, it's because it that they didn't colonise all the countries of the best at sports. Now, I don't want to be racist to say which ones, but not the good ones. That's what I'm saying. It's easy to take over the most unathletic countries yeah. in the world. <laughs> You know what 100%. I mean? Like you can go to India and be like, yo, this is mine, dude. Yeah. Look, oh my look, God. I, d- I don't want to be too wry here, but like, you know, Commonwealth Games is only one step up from Special Olympics. Like in my yeah. mind, okay, what a half a step. Some would argue it's yeah. actually a step below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of them double up. You know what? Yeah. You know what? If dude? you still believe in the monarchy, yeah. you have to compete in the special one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, even Usain Bolt like got in trouble one time because he was just like, yeah, yeah, we don't really count the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, what? And he was like, what, dude? It's gay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Commonwealth game sucks so bad, I can't name one famous Commonwealth game athletes. But when it comes to Paralympics, you know I ride and die with Oscar Pistorius, that fucking <laughs> the, uh, the great gunslinger from fucking South Africa. Now, I, I, I know there's people that are like legitimately mental. I'm like, yeah, OJ didn't do it. Is there anyone on Oscar's side here hey, like, listen, at all? Listen, when you only have one leg... You'll be jumpy at night time. That's what I'll <laughs> yeah, tell you. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'll tell you. You'll if be you hopping. can't run, if you can't run, it doesn't matter what's making the noise. I'm deploying six shots. Yeah. Shoot first, ask questions exactly. later. Exactly. There's probably someone like in the bath and because like it's even scarier for him because his girlfriend also ran into the bathroom where the intruder was. Yeah. So you just need to spray and pray that they hope she's okay. Also like, very funny. <laughs> also very funny that the runner <laughs> shot his misses going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. 
But yeah, just like I had to learn in the marathon, you need to hold on till the end. Let's yeah. <laughs> like, not take it hurt. I love Jim Jeffrey's bit about how he just like crawls over to the safe. To, like, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. He's like the only athlete who can't kick down a door because he's basically attached to springs. Also, can we be able to the stories? I think that's fine. <laughs> if you shoot your missus dead, I feel like we can make fun of your leg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of your disability. I, I feel 100%. like I feel like that's okay. fair game. I I feel that like in Oscar's case because he's a white man. That's Listen, okay. it won't bring her back, but fuck. All, we'll all, all I'm saying is James is like so. Uh, OJ shot his missus dead. What can we joke about with him? <laughs> <laughs> By my rule that I've just created. Hello, <laughs> so I'm Twitter. not sure, James. If there's something, some sort of. Thing that you would like to target on that man, well, let us know. <laughs> OJ hey, is listen. the best. Remember, did you ever say that? OJ's the best. That's a hell of a fucking quote. That, that's one for like hey. the Christmas party. I'll that orange juice. <laughs> right, let, let me just say, when you rush that many yards in the season, bro, you can fucking say something. Other than that. Dude, I love OJ it. was the fucking goat. Dude, like- what about when he released his book and he was like, I didn't kill my wife, but if I did, here's how I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> That is so I, fucking funny. If I did do it's it. out of control, yeah. I love his quote where he's just like, I'm scared to go back to California because I might be living alongside the killer. It's like, doesn't matter where you move, bro. You're living with the killer. You, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're actually jerking him off twice a week. Yeah. Like, that's so fucking crazy. Dude. Oh, my God. I love his, I love his, um, his hello, Twitter world. Have you ever seen him on on Twitter? Oh, like, dude, him on tweets. Twitter is fucking so funny. And he does dude. golf commentary. Like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Like, yeah. It's fucking bizarre, Fucking dude. stick to your lane, Juice, you yeah. fucking idiot. Well, I mean, golf is like, there's weird people in golf. Yeah, there is. There there's is. weirdos. John Daly has probably got to be, I think, one of, one of my favorite athletes of all time. Do you guys know who John Daly yep. is? I, yeah. I, he's just like I, I, I know. Yeah. yeah, he's Wrong. like American Shane Warne, basically. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a great fucking analogy. <laughs> he's American Shane Warne. Dude, the, one of the best stories about him is he rocks up to the tee, like to the warm-up tee, after partying and bending all night. Grabs a dart, starts smoking his dart and cracks a beer and starts drinking his beer. Tiger Woods has been like warming up for two hours and he's just like, Tiger, he's like, you care too much, bro. He's just like, <laughs> and he's just like, he, he's like, you're trying, he's like, you're trying too hard. And Tiger's like, if I had your ability, guys, I'd be smoking darts and drinking piss as well. That's so funny, dude. He's like in golf. He's like the guy in high school who like makes fun of people for trying, but then ends up like on Sandwich. <laughs> Were you fucking trying an algebra, dude? You fucking gay. <laughs> he's got a he's got a young bloke that's good at golf as well, and his uh, his young fella recently got uh, an endorsement from Hooters, and he's just like, <laughs> bro, it's him, it's him standing with like two of the hottest Hooter girls, and he's just like, yeah, like our family's always had a a good standing relationship with Hooters, and I'm proud to be our family, yeah. our family. Uh, yeah. yeah, we had a it's christening a, there. <laughs> Uh, a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone needs to be breastfed, there's a lot yeah. going on, so it's fine. Some oh, of these Jesus. franchises actually stayed in business because of our family. <laughs> Who was the... Uh, yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure he's got like an executive suite in Hooters, John Daly. Like he's got like his own office and stuff. They bring him out wings and shit. It's fucking legendary. Who was the comic that had... Damn, Hooters has changed a lot <laughs> since I've been here last. And it was like... It was like some... I think they were I think they were trans or something or they're just like completely flat chested and just wearing like the wearing like the boy leg like booty shorts and he's like yeah. the fuck man who just has changed a lot since I've been here? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who it was it fucking made me laugh but. 
Sounds like a Chris Stefano. The man. Are you are you a fan of Chris Stefano? I do. Absolutely, yeah. dude. He's a funny cunt. I saw that he was getting blasted on his last latest episode on his pod, smoking smoking the hooter and just. Oh yeah, he got real fucked up with fucking Mike Cannon, dude. Yeah. yeah. Who's Mike Cannon? Just another New York comic, but he's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Check okay. him out. Shout out. Check him I'm out. I'm sure they need our, our bump. <laughs> I'm sure they you get mentioned on the Sunday service, yeah. dude. Yeah. The Things fucking start going up. Hey, have you guys heard of Joe Rogan? Yeah. Uh, guys, we do have the book of a Newcastle Comedy Club here. So if he wants upwards of $60 for a set in Australia, get on that 20 hour flight, come down here, exactly. and uh, James can exactly. sort you out. So. Exactly. Chris Asefno, Joe Rogan, Chris Rock, send in a tape. Yeah. <laughs> James isn't guaranteeing anything. He wants to see your most yeah, relevant you, work. You'll get forty percent off at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, completely oh, non-biased. Oh fuck yeah! What do you guys think of VBs as well? Are you guys fans or? I can't stand it. I just stand it. <laughs> to be completely honest, yeah. I just yeah. had a big mouthful, there. and it's actually. Yeah, it's not going down too badly. Look, but my my office is directly next to a urinal, and this is making me feel like I'm at work. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we can mix it up and grab a different beverage. <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's not too bad. It's, it's fine, man. Beverage. It's no Great Northern, but it's fucking alright. <laughs> it's more manly than Great Northern. It's like Great Northern yeah, right, if dude. Great Northern didn't have water in it. It's got a marlin on the front, dude. What more do you want? Fucking boo boo. Speaking of VB, I had a VB, uh, had one of Chris Franklin's tall cans with him. Mm. And uh, it was a fucking spit out. Because, like, me and my dad used to listen to that, like, I'm a bloke, I'm a yobbo song. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know if, like, I don't know Chris's opinion on that song. Like, I don't know if it's just something that he made and he's just, like, it got me a lot of exposure, but, like, low-key kind of hates it. We did it on the Thursday night show because he had a longer set. Oh, did he? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it at the end if you guys want to hear it and... Whatever, so it doesn't seem like he's super keen to fucking do it, but I think that, you know, it, it's not like I don't think he's embarrassed by it or yeah. whatever. It's so funny that he's like, that's exactly who he is, though, in the in mm. the video clip. Yeah. It's just like there is no, like no character acting <laughs> here. Because you, like, like you, you, you grew up watching this dude, right? And, like, so some people know him, some people may, may not know him or whatever, but did you feel weirdly starstruck when you met him there? Because, like, you sort of, like, grew up going, fuck, I've actually listened to all this dude's stuff. I think what spun me out the most is that, like, if you had have told, like, younger me when I was cruising around with Dad listening to that song that one day I'd do comedy with that guy, I think that was the biggest spin-out bite. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm doing comedy with this cunt. Like, I think the only other person that would probably spin me out to that level would be if I ever did a set with Rodney Roode, but I think he's pretty much retired from doing comedy. That yeah, would well, be the biggest spin out for actually, me. Actually, well, like, it's, it's, it's not Ronnie Rude, but isn't Kevin Bloody Wilson doing yeah. uh, a, a gig at the exchange? Kevin Bloody Wilson <laughs> coming to the exchange. So the if you're the poor man's Ooh. Rodney Rude, we, we can try to get you on, on the line. So I had that as well. It's it's weird. Like, so I, I used to do this like stage show. Um, so me and um, Rummy, um, for anyone that's like listening, who's another comic on like the Newcastle scene, we used to do this like sketch show called the Onslow Arts Council. And we sort of like toured it around and stuff like that. And we went down to Sydney Fringe and we're doing it there and Dave Collins from the Umbilical Brothers was in the front row and I was just like holy fuck because I used to grow up watching him with like my sisters and shit I'm like and and it was such an out of body experience I'm like that's fucking Dave Collins from the Umbilical Brothers and then when he come backstage (laughs) he was like he's shaking my hand going man that's the best show I've seen at Fringe and because I was just like it was such an out of body experience I was just like (laughs) 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 it was such a fucked interaction you're a Brumbilical Brothers (laughs) (laughs) he's just like I'm just gonna split alright so but but because like he's just 
like, look, man, I think they're super talented and awesome. But like later on the night, he just got into his Mazda 3 and drove home to his rental, right? But in my head, I'm like, that was fucking Dave Collins, dude. Like, it's like, it's massive. Yeah, and it's I- fucking nuts when shit like that happens, dude. I opened for Heath Franklin, like earlier oh, in this year, yeah, dude. Man. And fucking just like, you know, fucking Chopper. You're like, this is fucking the best. And then you like meet him as like a regular dude. And all throughout his set, the audience was just yelling out, <laughs> do Chopper. Hello. Hello, Chopper. And, he, and you could see the fucking pain in his eyes. <laughs> he was like, I fucking hate this character. And then he just did half an hour of Chopper. Oh, Jesus. Did like 50% of the material you wanted to do. <laughs> well, I, I remember I saw like Tom Green in Sydney as well. And he was just like, he got up there and he's like, all right, I'm just going to get out of the way. Anyone give me a line for Freddy Got Fingered and I'll, I'll just do it now. And f- we'll do this for five <laughs> minutes. Then no one yells, fucking shit about Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> and then people were yelling at And I was there with Robbie. He's yelling. He's like, yeah, but he just did all the lines. It's like, okay. Did you hear what I said? We're not doing it again. And he just couldn't do stand up. And his stand up was fucking excellent. But like, almost like, like, Heath, man, he just had to address it straight up. Because it yeah. must have been fucking like his tour of Australia, like how bad it was. So, but then like, he ended up being like a fucking genius comic afterwards. But yeah. it's, it's kind of hard. It's like the whole victim of your own success kind of yeah, thing definitely. as well. Because, like, if I saw him and I was drinking uh, VBs like I am now, I'd be screaming, <laughs> do fucking chopper. Like, I'd be one of those fucking cunts. Like, Absolutely. I'd be ruining these. Because it's like- already fucked up with, like, musicians who have, like, really popular yeah. songs and albums who that they released, like, 30 years ago and people are still, like, fucking Dude. play. Rah, 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 oh, and man. they're like, fuck. But oh. imagine being a comedian and you're like, someone's just like, do that bit. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, but it's not a bit. It's literally just one line with a Dude, I actually, uh, I, I had one like that. Do you guys remember Weedus? Yes. So, so like they did Teenage, teenage Dirtbag, dirt right? So they, 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 they're on a festival in Newcastle and they just booked them as this like random thing. And everyone's just chilling, Teenage Dirtbag. And they're like, look, we're a band 10 years. The guy just freaked out. Before this song come out, we've got a lot of good songs and like, people are just teenage. It's like, fuck it, we'll play it. And I'm just like, that's why you're here. Just play it, then fuck off. That's the actual band we want to see on. Like, no one yeah, else dude. knows any of your other jams. Like that's it. You're, yeah. you're dude, known for Teenage I saw Vanilla Ice, ironically, in Newcastle. And if he didn't play Ice Ice Baby, I would have been like, the fucking like the crowd like the pitch invaders in that fucking A-League game <laughs> yeah, I would have thrown a metal bucket coming out dude like that would be bullshit if he didn't fucking play that like that's like who was it who ca- Exhibit came to this <laughs> bro- <laughs> came in incredible Exhibit that. came to this uh, like a pool hall in in fucking Arendelle of all places so yeah. for those represent like, dude Arendelle College what's up so fucking um what did that fucking pool hall's name used to be? Like it's changed. Like I think it was called the venue or some shit. Yeah. But it's changed names so many different times. And like my friend, my friend Perry loves Exhibit, <laughs> and he's like, "We've got to go to Exhibit." And I was like, "Mate, <laughs> I'm not going there." Like, it's just, I couldn't picture like I couldn't picture like a bigger like feeling of like a fall from grace where like like Exhibit like he's done the Up in Smoke tour like arguably. Yeah. The greatest fucking hip hop tour of all time, bar none. Like, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg come out in a fucking low rider on stage, just hitting hydraulics to still DRE. And then he has to go, like, from that nine years later to fucking playing at Arendelle. Like, it's just a That's, At least he got to go to a capital city, dude. I saw Bow Wow in Dubbo. Oh. Imag- like imagine Lil Bow Wow dude In fucking Dubbo Imagine yeah, that's Imagine your booker Coming to you It's like 
All right, we've, we've announced an Australian tour. You're like, all right, cool. Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. Well, you, yeah, Adelaide, at, at this Perth. point, you haven't heard from your booker in seven years, so you'll take anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like thought that three of your houses have yeah, been exactly. repossessed. He, he just rings you and was like, oh, dude, I thought you were dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, there was uh, Lil John came to Fanny's That's right go, before dude. Fanny's closed town and became Argyle okay, House. Okay, so, so straight after this, I got another weird Did Fanny story gig. Did you go to Lil John? No, no, I've no. got an even worse. Like, like, it's, it's probably I went bad. to Lil John with two mates and we just kept screaming, yeah, <laughs> until we were removed. <laughs> <laughs> but the tickets were like $20. Dude, so uh, it was like, yeah. Do you guys dude, know this the, is worth it. Do you yeah. guys know the punk band No Effects? No. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So like like massive punk band from yeah. like the, the 80s, early 90s. <laughs> and they booked them at Fanny's as well, right? Mm. So they're there and they're, they're going fucking like mental and there's like, you know, like circles and shit. Then straight afterwards, there wasn't like a... <laughs> they just basically Fat Mike walked off the stage. They just start playing like Craig David and like fucking <laughs> like this R&B music. And then there was just a massive fight between punks and guys in really, really tight white t-shirts. And then like <laughs> no effects come back and they played the Croatian club. And then they, at the beginning, they're just like, last time we come here, we got booked at the wrong venue was so bad then people were like punching out the polystyrene ceiling and then ripping the electricals out <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end Fat Mike said this isn't a joke we're never fucking coming back to Newcastle everyone's like yeah <laughs> 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 this electrical's fucking everywhere like all over the like, wait, and this is at the Croatian <laughs> that the they Croatian destroyed club. the roof yeah they just like oh, they're ripping them out of the ceiling <laughs> and then because like I'm 18 I'm like this is the best night of my life this is so fucking cool but now I'm in my fuck, I'm getting to my late 30s I'm like that's really dangerous like, just, <laughs> that's fucking wild yeah uh, it's it's funny all those all those people that just have that full from grace it just ends yeah. up in the most unexpected it's like when you see great comedians doing like rsl tours and you're like come on boys like is there nowhere else that you can perform like i tell you what i i would love to say that if it ever like if it went downhill like you should just stop but i if i got any skerrick of a fan base i would tour until i die or they're all dead yeah dude i'd like, play fucking coin laundries dude yeah, yeah. Just fucking, like <laughs> dude after watching <laughs> come like didn't even say a word, screaming applause. And he was on TV, what, 12 years ago, 13 years ago. Yes. <laughs> See, like I, I, like, I went to a terrible school, but we never got abused by our teachers because they never showed up to work. So it's just like, it's <laughs> yeah. yin and yang. That was just, just like, you're a bunch of no-hopers. Yes. Yeah, dude, the amount of times <laughs> I watched the, the fucking Biodome on VHS because there was no teachers there. Like, dude, yeah. When I, the I teacher is just the big TV that they wheel out <laughs> on one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. The abuse is to a minimum. Good morning, <laughs> Miss Sanyo. <laughs> <laughs> that's a layered joke. That deserves a lot, lot of applause, James. <laughs> we had... Yeah, that was the, that was the best when that fucking TV rolled out. We had a we had a drama teacher who was just a, a fucking troublesome alcoholic, yeah, and right. it came out later on that he was just a, a complete piss wreck and had to get like he got fired, but he had to put on musicals and shit. And you can tell like he had aspirations of being a fucking Hollywood movie star, and the world just oh. continued to beat him down to the point where he's like, "I'll just teach drama." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, speaking of fall from graces, dude. Yeah. What about just regular people? Yeah. This, this regular <laughs> people's fall people that work at Woolworths. That's, that's the equivalent of like a stand-up comedian doing an online comedy course. And just to say that we're about to launch an online comedy yeah. course. So when you guys are coming, no, nineteen ninety nine. Exactly. You'll be the next Bill Burr if you do it. Like. Yeah. 
give us a couple of years when we can't pay the bills, then yeah. that won't be a joke anymore. That comedy course yeah. Is coming. yeah, ironically. Do you want to be Bill Burr? Please want to be Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> it's ironic that comedy courses are always run by failed comics. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're just like, all right, lesson yeah. one, how to take the microphone out of the stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to put it back in. <laughs> we'll it's see you like, next week. <laughs> like, it's like some people need like, you know, they need someone to tell them everything's going to be okay and to give them, if they're too anxious, to be like, hey, here's how it's going to work. You turn up and you put your name down and then when they call your name, you go up and you do your time and then they'll ring a bell or they'll show you a light and then you get off the stage. Mm. And that's like enough for most people to be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like... Any more than that, charging money for that, it's like, that's genuine highway robbery. You think you're not funny enough to do stand-up? You're probably right. But come and do this course and we'll see. We'll figure it out. Come do this course and in two years you two could also have a course. Yeah. (laughs) Do you not know how to take courses? Come and do my course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely tough, dude. I had a fucking drama teacher who... I won't say his name, I was about to. But I had a drama teacher where like when, I remember when he first came in when we were in year seven, he was like the happiest fucking guy ever. And then like when I was about to like leave year 10, it was like the reality of the last four years had like set in. And he'd like like, watched his life fall apart (laughs) over four years. Like rock up like 10 minutes late to like every class, kids still lining up in the hallway. Just like, just go and play on the fucking blocks. (laughs) I don't understand with teachers as well, right? Like you're only at work for two thirds of the year. You got a third, do anything else. Yeah. Like upskill, go somewhere like, you've got to be so fucking down. Okay, you got to be like, okay, I, I, I want to be an actor at all costs, but I also have got like a lot of Game of Thrones to watch because like, what the fuck <laughs> are they doing for four months off a year? Like, I don't know what the fuck they are doing. Well, let me tell you something, mate. I was two and a half years into a teaching degree and I worked in schools in seven for seven years. Yeah. A lot of them aren't capable of doing something. Else. <laughs> Right? The amount of incompetency that is run by the, in the public school system, dude. dude. Like you got to remember that like a lot of the education system, mostly the public when I'm really talking about it, is like it's run by people whose ATAR was like 65. Yeah, yeah. Because like they just keep lowering the fucking barrier because of entry no to teaching. Because to do it yeah. because yeah. it's a terrible job. It's a shit job. And dude. most people need to do more than year nine maths in a day to feel satisfied. Yeah. I worked in a school where I knew six teachers who had to do a bridging course to get into uni. <laughs> yeah, and now they're just in charge of the next generation. <laughs> Actually, both the teachers insane. I know also did bridging courses. But but I also want to say I'm halfway through a PhD and I did a bridging course. So, like, <laughs> so I'm also teaching yeah, at the uni. <laughs> yeah, but those people are old enough to recognise if you're a ranting, raving lunatic. Or don't know what you're talking about. Whereas these are like, we're putting kids in and they're like, oh, they, they're they a teacher. They must be important. They must know mm. what they're talking about, even though they fucking don't. We're putting 35 seven-year-olds into someone who barely finished year 12's classroom <laughs> yeah. and expecting them to teach them like fucking <laughs> pronouns and nouns and shit like that while they're also just like going through a breakup. Kindergarten. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're also, like, getting divorced. <laughs> and yeah. they're just like, it's an adjective, fuck! And so there's there's a friend that I've got who he didn't have his brother come to his wedding because they had a big fallout because he was a teacher in Melbourne. He was there during the lockdown, went through a breakup, moved back to Newcastle, in with them, doing casual teaching, had a bit of a mental crisis, which I've had. I'm sure that a lot of us have had one. Yep, had one. But also, I'm not going and teaching children. I'm not turning up at 8.30 in the morning and being like, here's how you do life. Mm. 
I was gonna yeah. for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, and then uh, one day I fucking found the right. secret teacher smoker area and they're out there like, don't fucking do it, bro. I wish I just had got a trade. And you're like, you've been a teacher for 25 so, years. I she the principal and he's like, don't fucking do it. My, my mate is now a head teacher. And I remember probably about uh, six or seven years ago, we had like a boys weekend down in Melbourne. And so he was going to call in sick on the Friday so he could have like, well, like a four day weekend because it was a public holiday on the Monday. But we got so hammered on the Thursday he forgot to call in sick. And so we're literally out on the beers on MDMA and he gets a call from his boss going, hey mate, um, aren't you meant to be on playground duty? <laughs> he's gonna like, come on, excuse me. He's not watching people under his care while his pupils are dilated and it's fucking three and they're like, dude, absolutely. But these are the people that are raising the youth now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking hell. I like how he's getting sick days because he's four months off a year. And if he's listening to this, he knows who he is. Isn't enough time. He's also <laughs> scratching more time. Professional development day. It's unfucking believable. Beautiful like, free days. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a job because it's okay. Even if you're full-time, it's part-time at best. Okay. So <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Like when I was at school, they were just like, uh, it's, it's, it's almost like you just have to fill up that seven hours however you can. One of the things we could have learned is Swedish. You know what happens if you go to Sweden and you can't speak Swedish? They, they speak English. Better than you can. Yeah. yeah like, so that's <laughs> the worst case scenario. Absolute bullshit. So anyway, I've got I've got a slight problem with teachers. It might be because I never really saw any of my teachers for like the last five years that I was at school. But like you just hear them like whinging and bitching. You're like, can't. Yes, it sucks. But you're off four months of the year. Four fucking months. You can have several other jobs in that time. Because a lot of that time is done with like filled up with like lesson planning and all that type of different shit like that but even once you've done all of that they still have like two months off <coughs> all the fucking time dude dude dude, dude. i know i know if a you fucking can't teacher smoke who was weed a- and watch tv and mark year six papers there's something wrong with you yeah like that's <laughs> yeah ultimately you can you can mark any child's homework with your eyes closed. And if you don't, who cares? Because it means nothing anyway. And so I'm pretty sure you could just look at the kid and be like, yeah, hey, little Timmy applies yeah, himself. That's, we'll that's a 40 percent a kid. Yeah. So that's, you, that's you, a B kid. Yeah. You, you know how there's the AI that can like write shit now? It's yeah, like chat exactly. GPT, right? And they're saying, oh, students are going to use it to write essays or whatever. So my same mate, the same guy who didn't turn up for playground duty, he's getting it to write reports. And he'll just, because you can write in it. Um, okay, so put... Rachel and then like last name, write 500 words, mention these things and boom, it just comes straight out. So it's not the students, it's the fucking teaching faculty. So the students are writing the essays that get marked by this guy and this guy gives feedback in the exact same AI program. Like that, that's what education is. Dude, now. I worked at a school for a semester and I fucking swear on my mother's life when it came to rep- doing reports at the end, they had template answers. <laughs> And they yes, would just yes. they would just they copy, would copy and paste the template, put it in that per, that kid's fucking report thing, and then just enter their yeah, name. If I and copy and paste like a template for an essay, I get done for plagiarism. Yeah. But like apparently the person teaching me how to do that is immune from that sort of prosecution. It's fucking yeah. mental. Dude. There was like thirty eight kids that literally got such and such would do better if they concentrated more. <laughs> like it was, it was just like a thousand of them. So, so, so basically, you just like negging the parents, like give your kids ADHD medication. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if the parents were more involved. Yeah. 
<laughs> please get your kid tested. Algebra. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if the parents didn't drink while they were pregnant. Go <laughs> <laughs> to public school, that's exactly what happened. That's <laughs> Maybe if their parents tried hard and oh. was able to afford private school, then this kid wouldn't be a fucking idiot. It's so funny as well because like you, you often see like uh, like you know, Asian comics or Indian comics and they, they, they have a joke because they've got so much pressure from their parents to perform well at school, right? And they're like, hey, like, you know, got to be a doctor or I got to be like, you know, lawyer. And you hear that all the time. And I'm like, both my parents didn't finish school and I don't know my dad. So my mom's just like, if you're not an alcoholic by 16, you're doing better than me. Like they got <laughs> no skills to pass down and no expectations. They're just like, you haven't been arrested. Cool. That's a really good, nice milestone for 15 and a half. Like I've <laughs> got nothing to pass. Cause they don't know how, how education works. My mom worked yeah. at a public school as like a, uh, as a teacher's assistant or something along those lines. And one day she came home from school and I was like, how was it, mum? She's like, you would not believe it. And I was like, what? And she goes, we have a young Indigenous student and he's a little bit of a troublemaker, but like he's a good good kid. (laughs) He was walking around with this bum bag and we're like, hey, Scotty, what's in your bum bag? And he's like, oh, nothing. And they're like, no, you've got something in your bum bag, mate. Like, what's up? They unzipped his bum bag. Do you remember the the little juices pop tops? Yeah. 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 Mm. So they're like fucking what, 150 mil, 250 yeah. mil of juice. Yeah, close yeah. to that. He had he that. had a little he had a little pop <laughs> the blue top. Ones. Yeah. He had a little pop top bong. And it's like got like a fucking a garden hose and a <laughs> You're just doing what I'm doing. <laughs> But like, but like it was the fight. I was like, my mum was saying, she's like, can you believe it? He's nine years old. And I was like, what a mad cunt. That's fucking sick as hell. I was like, that's so funny. I was like, oh, what's a bong, mum? Like, <laughs> you think about it, like an educator should be proud. That's engineering skills. Uh, yeah. That's like social skills. That's all recycling. Initiative. That's more business skills. It's recycling. Well. <laughs> it's great. It's innovation. It's botany. It's chemistry. Or as you said, the, the cunts that do stuff with chemicals. Like, <laughs> like you know how we. You it's know, a pretty <laughs> accurate understanding of how much public education is actually going to benefit you. <laughs> but yeah. like, and I went to a selective school. Well, I should know more things than like what the name of the con is that makes chemicals. Well, I well, should know that. <laughs> we often say they don't teach you real world skills and he's learning real world drug dealing skills. Like that's <laughs> yes. going to be tangible when you become an adult. Remember like, the In science? the age of the entrepreneur, <laughs> this fucking guy is like in Elon this, Musk. In this hustle gig, culture. In this gig economy, these are the skills you need. Absolutely, dude. If Buddy Franklin and Elon Musk fucked, <laughs> he would be this kid. Remember, the, uh, remember oh. at, at science fairs how you'd have to make like a paper mache volcano and you'd fill yeah. it with like uh, soda mean, and vinegar. You mean I'd get my mum to make a paper, ma- paper mache volcano <laughs> and then she'd give it to me <laughs> yeah. in the morning and I'd be like, is this my science experiment? Thanks, mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he, he, like you mean the MCG that my stepdad made out of cardboard and yelled at me for trying to help? <laughs> I, I, I did one where I had to build a bridge and then I cut it with a steak knife out of a VB case, right? Because my dad was drinking them and I stapled it all together and I didn't go to school the next day because I was so ashamed, right? So I gave it to my mate Cameron, the same guy who got electrocuted into the comedy club ceiling and his mate, uh, so his dad saw it and he's like, you can't let your mate take that in. So his dad built me a bridge, right, for engineering studies. And then when we had to go into class, because they all got marked, my teacher's like, come get your bridge, Brady. And I didn't know which one was mine. I kept saying, fucking right, for the right. Because he knew I didn't make it, obviously. He was, he was expecting a fucking beer case cut out with a fucking steak knife. Like, yeah. why, is it, why is it that the generation of parents of our parents' generation 
fucking really hands off parenting until it comes to an assignment. Yeah, and then yeah, they, yeah. then they take it like it's life and death. We had this a, is no intervention <laughs> until the school reports came home, and then suddenly they were the most involved parents in the world. That's so funny. My dad, my dad made like. How come you fucking around in class, Taylor? Well, maybe if you paid attention to me at home, I wouldn't need validation from my classmates. I got, I got the shit kicked out of me one day. I had two black eyes, blood coming out of my head. My dad's like, did you start the fight? I'm like, no. And he's just like, did you end it? I'm like, yeah, I cried. And he's like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, as long as you're not a bully. And I'm like, is that the lesson I'm taking out of this? <laughs> Fucking hell. Dude, I, uh, we had a, we had a, there was this, there was this guy that we used to know who was family friends with one of my, so one of my friends was, he had a single mum, and this dude was like madly in love with her and we had this medieval experiment and he was a few years older than me so he like designed this full working like catapult where you just grind a few gears and then like hit this button and go and it'll fling a catapult Mm. and that just got passed down like through years of friendship (laughs) to pass to pass this assignment but it's funny funny that you're talking about how like your parents like never got involved like my dad was exact same and then like one day we had to build like some fucking castle or some shit and he's just like built this fucking sick sick castle and here i am thinking that i've got the best castle in the class i get there everybody else's dad did like the exact same thing this chick who was fucking so hot her um her dad made this like it was full like a world I know it was like uh it's like a fucking like a Warhammer castle. Like yeah. had fake turf and all this kind of shit. And it's like, we're nine years old. Like there's no way <laughs> that any of us have built any of these. And then there's the kids that have no love at home and they've tried to make their own yeah, one. Yeah. That's going <laughs> got pipe cleaners like held down to a cardboard with like blue tack. Yeah. <laughs> like, surely I get something for actually doing it myself. <laughs> They're the towers, you get it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. I'm just going to grab us another beer, boys. I'll be back in a sec. Yeah, mate. And we're back, boys. We've got another one of the uh, the Dayton beer companies here. This is called the Equalizer Hazy IPA. It's a 4.7 standard beverage. One point, uh, 1.3 standard drink, so not a strong, but a refreshing pale ale with juicy Taylor Coftree. Mm. Citrus notes, hint of tropical haze. And then it says, life's complicated. Beer shouldn't be. White collar, blue collar, no collar. Beer is the great equaliser. So, cheers to that, you bunch of fucking cunts. <laughs> um, can someone explain to me what a hop is? Uh, hop is, is it's kind of what a cousin. What kind of taste it, is it that it's a, I am? It's a cousin of weed. Um, right. You start so. on one foot and then you jump. so yeah basically it's just uh it's a little plant that grows essentially like little buds like what a marijuana plant does and that that hop there's like all these different hops that you can use to brew kind of beers so if for certain profiles of beers you can mix certain hops right and there's like for ipa there's like the holy trinity of hops where it's like simcombe hop um, and then two others that I can't remember right now because I've... What's an example of a very hoppy beer just so I know what... Because okay, like, people go, is it hoppy? And I'm like, yeah, so, I have no idea what you're right, talking so about. So in terms of like at the comedy <laughs> cl- like at the comedy club, your hoppiest beer would be anything that's got like more of a dank profile. So anything like the West Coast IPA that we right. just had before. I think you have to explain dank because any... Kind of like me, dude. Like, got I, a I, pretty I, dank profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only know that Count Dankula guy who uh, taught his... Uh, <laughs> 
hug dog how to do the Nazi salute. And then, and then, and he's quite anti-Semitic. I, I, I just love I that really like, the like, like the Scottish court system added to the hilarity of that situation <laughs> but making him fend for his freedom. <laughs> Which Ooh. is a very Nazi move, yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta say. This fucking hazy pale ale is delicious, by the way. Oh, good. Um, so typically the higher like alcohol content, typically the ho- the hoppier profile okay. of the beer. Yeah. So uh, the Keep Newey Weird would probably be the hoppiest profile beer that you'd have at the Newcastle Comedy Club. Right. Um, well, it's great to learn these things. As yeah. the owner. Um, <laughs> it's also 50% of a music genre as yeah. well, just, yeah. just so you know. Um, just we were talking off air about... Jerome Luai, uh, so Penrith Panthers uh, player, New South Wales player, Samoan player. And people didn't like him from like six weeks ago for some other separate incident that he did. Basically. He dog-shotted someone. Yeah, so, or so in the NRL grand final, it went unnoticed, but one of the Parramatta players is on the ground and he's full just fucking kicked him. And he's just, he's a shit cunt, dude. Like, he's like... And honestly, rivaling Warrior Hargraves for the shittest cunt in football. Absolutely. Mm. Like, so. Now, I haven't kept up with NRL, but are you trying to tell me that NRL players are doing something shit cunty? Yeah. Is that <laughs> weird? Yeah. Like, if you can believe is it. it. Is it above <laughs> or below sticking a finger in someone's ass? Because uh, that's the last. I just, I just love when he started his boxing career and they called him King of the Ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Well, Hopperwani's actually a mad cunt. Yeah, so. a mad cunt. Yeah. I like how you can figure someone in the ass and still, years later, he's a mad cunt. He's, he's, a, mad he's cunt. a good dude. When you really think about it on the list of fucking bad things to do, just fingering a couple butts is not that bad. <laughs> yeah. And like the NRL yeah, the moment, bro. Look how bad NRL players are just in society that like fingering in the butt it doesn't even register. Like the amount of like gang rapes, the amount of fucking yeah. drugs, the it's amount of It's not in public or committed against violence. a civilian, so it's actually pretty low down on and, the list of and We all know that every NRL player's had a fucking dinger up the butthole at some yeah, point. Yeah, and exactly. one of the boys had to finger them. So he sexually he did committed sexual assault, but it was another player, not his wife. So it's actually <laughs> If you think about look on the bright yeah. side. Yeah, it was a man capable of defending himself. So. <laughs> because like we know John Jones has one loss, but against his fiance, it's a clean record. Yeah, okay? yeah. So but it's two people that are the same way division one is fine. <laughs> So basically, when people say who's the goat, that's exactly what I point to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who else is undefeated against their missus? Come on, Floyd Mayweather, who is also arguably the goat. Yeah, exactly. But you know, John Jones, I think he can get to that record by the end of his career. So you know, head down. So, so Jerome Luai, in like, for instance, how much of a shikani is in State of Origin? uh, There was a collision, and he was like maybe the second or third person in. Yeah. Had no impact in the tackle. The player's fallen into a tackle, like, <coughs> copped a hip, and has just been knocked out cold. Jerome Luai stands over him like he's the toughest cunt in history. Like, get up, you fucking bitch cunt. Yeah. Like, he was the one who knocked him Not out. Not even oh. really involved. Real Sam Thiday type operation. Real Sam Thiday type behavior. We've all felt it. We've all felt it on the footy pitch when someone fucking gets one off. Cheer who's are going fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a mate, when I was playing football in under-16s, a mate of mine made a kid leave in, in uh, an ambulance and the game had to be fucking, like, stopped, whatever it's called. And I remember sitting there going, like, this is the fucking sickest shit ever, dude. That guy's life has changed forever. Yeah, I, was, I hope the ambulance has a fender bender on the way. I the will say that I, in my football playing days, I was m- more on the end of getting fucking smashed. But the one time I did fucking drop a cunt was in uh, 
we had two rival schools that hated one another. And this guy tried to do like a Benji Marshall sidestep, and I just like picked him up, just dumped him into the, dumped him over the sideline right in front of his bench, and then called him a shit cut. And I felt like, <laughs> I felt like that's the best. So I just like Conor McGregor walked back in. I was like, don't run about down my wig, motherfucker. Um, but yeah, Jerome Lewis. So he he's at his best mate's wedding, so and who and like the the comedy of Eric. Like this is just it's rugby league to its. Put to its full yeah. potential. Yeah. Also, you don't want to stick a microphone in front of any rugby league player's face ever, at, whether it's post game, wedding, under any circumstances. Under any circumstances. Just, like, I think I'd almost rather interview them right after intense exercise, so their brain doesn't have enough time to work properly, than yeah. to give them yeah. time to have their brain actually <laughs> work to what it's supposed to. All they can say is full credit to the boys. Yeah, the boys talked it. Hundred percent. It's a great organization. Like Lesnar in the WWE. They should have a guy that talks for them, and they just look tough. That's well, a, yeah. I, I, I just love that classic NRL moment when, like, you know, um, Andrew Johns. He's just like, oh, the, how does it feel? And when he come up with this, it's good as Lego. You can see he's racking every single word <laughs> in his fucking brain. It's like it's good as Coke. It's, it's as good as like Lego. Something oh like some kids, kids toys, like, Lego. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like stop ending my career right now. And you see like the pat on the back his brain gave him because his brain's like, I don't know where that word came from, but fucking good work. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, that was his brother, Maddie. But the best thing about that is like, that is just infamous in folklore. Where, like uh, when yeah. Daniel Ricardo won like a championship, they're like, how is it? And he did a shoe. He's like better than Lego. And everyone else was like, <laughs> What the fuck yeah, does what that the fuck? mean? He's like, that's just... Well, it's, it's like when Leighton Hewitt back in the day, because like, you know how he'd say, come on. Yeah. Like, early in his career, he'd yell, come on, Balboa. And you're just like, oh, this is fucking embarrassing. This is, come on, <laughs> come a fictional on boxer me. from the 70s. Yeah. Come it's on, bro. Go to the buddy. <laughs> it's so fucking so, bad. Uh, so the, the best part about this is Brian Toto had just decided that I'll, like, YouTube my entire wedding live. Like, what could possibly go wrong? We've got... A-list football players getting drunk, most likely... And doing coke. Doing bags, mm. like, yeah. to be completely With honest. all the undetected CTE you could <laughs> even dream <laughs> of. <laughs> so, Jerome, tell you what, if the goalkeeper from fucking yeah. Melbourne Victory was yeah. under that much CTE, he wouldn't be playing at 20 <laughs> <laughs> So, Jerome Luai's wearing, like, the rock, like, the rock sunglasses from, like, the 90s the entire time, just doesn't take them off, which I will admit... I want to get to a point where I can wear sunglasses inside all the time. So not shitting on him for that. But he gets up to do his best man speech and just goes, give me a hell yeah. And then everyone's like, uh, hell yeah. And he's like, give me a hell yeah. And they're all like, oh, fucking hell yeah, dude. And he's like, I, uh, I did have something prepared, but when I practiced it, I just realized that's not for me and I'm a pretty good speaker. So I'm just going to do it off the cuff. And you just see Brian Toto did exactly what you did. Already Brady. terrible. <laughs> Already puts, terrible. He puts his hands in his head and he's like, oh no, what's this cunt going to say? Yeah. Basically like goes on to pretty much like say that fucking. Talk about himself for like half an hour. Yeah, he's dude. like, I'm the sickest cunt. And also me and Brian, when we're overseas and we're getting bitches and shit, it's... This is at the in, wedding in front of the wife. In front of the wife. In front of the family. No. First of all, he calls him his N-bomb. So he's like, you know, uh, Brian... He's my N-bomb. And we're all, just, everyone's like, okay. And he's uh, like, he's like, chill, 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 chill. It's cool. I can say that. And it's like, eh, you probably can't, dude. <laughs> definitely can't. And then, and then like, yeah, Historically can't. Goes on, he's just like, so everybody, uh, so he goes, oh, so I haven't known Brian the longest out of all of, all of the boys here, but, um, you know, I've known him for five years. So I guess 
you know, it doesn't matter how long you've known them. It's the quality of time that you spend. So just like shits on the rest <laughs> of the groups. Yeah. Like, sorry, boys. Like you may be his best friend since primary school, but I've got a higher profile and I've known him for five years and we've done cooler shit. So suck a dick. And he knows that I'm good, a good speaker. Yeah. And he's going to go off script here. So he just goes completely off script. And then he's just like, he's got a stinky ass. Like he just farts like nonstop, loves the smell of his own farts. Then talks about loving, like he loves himself, like insinuating that he's just like, on the tour overseas, he was just beaten off like relentlessly. And then he goes, uh, probably the highlight of the trip, coming home and uh, back into the hotel room and seeing him on like FaceTiming a girl that we'd met just hours earlier. Oh, yeah. So, so like in yeah. front of oh, his wife and family. Oh, my fucking God, and then he goes, And then he goes, and then everyone's just like, what the fuck, dude? And then he's like, Oh, actually, no, that was his missus. Ha, <laughs> chill, 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 no. And then, like, he realises that that's not going away. He's like, oh, I'm going to get fucking hounded later. It's like, yeah, oh, dude, dude, you're going to so get... bad. And then he just started talking about how, like, you know, I'm his fucking best friend, although some people in the media, they don't fucking think that, you know, people are talking shit. And he just starts talking about how people talk about shit about him culture. on social media <laughs> for, like, 10 <laughs> minutes. Dude. So, so and how everyone hates him, on. everyone's here's a hater and all that type of shit. And he's just, you're just sitting there going, like, Talk about your fucking friend that when, got married, my guy. When it goes from drunk uncle to Alex Jones, it hasn't been a good wedding speech. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he just... Like, like, no, but they won the premiership, but then honestly, they were fucking actors, but, man. Those kids didn't get fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, chill, and they're running the media too, and I just, you know... Oh, my God. Just going but, off like, but the thing is, like, in, in the history of humanity, has anyone ever taken coke and done good public speaking ever? At any point <laughs> fucking ever? Look, there's, there's, uh, have you guys ever heard of the director called Lars von Trier. Yeah. So yeah. So he, he directed like uh, Melancholia, Antichrist, like a really, really good director, right? So he, he directed this film called Melancholia and he was at the Cannes Film Festival, right? In France. And he'd taken way too much coke, right? And you can just see in his brain, he's like, I'm talking and I need to stop talking, but I don't know how because I've got too much energy. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, so we're in Cannes in France. And um, yeah, I know you guys had problems with Nazis. So anyway, my grandparents were Nazis. I guess in a way I'm also a Nazi. And Kirsten Dunst <laughs> is just like, shut the fuck up, dude. He's just like, no, no, no. It doesn't mean I sympathize, but I understand them. <laughs> just like, <laughs> what point are you mentioning the film guy? And Kirsten Dunst is just like slinking off to the side, just going, Jesus fucking God. But you watch his eyes and he can't stop fucking talking. And it I'm sounds just like this saying fucking if dude. you grew up in that time <laughs> and that thing was happening, it's easy to connect the dots and say, maybe I would want Jews dead too. Yeah. So anyway, Kirsten Dunst was incredible in this film, yeah. actually. <laughs> so anyway, check out the film at seven. Uh, <laughs> And so, yeah, so he got banned from Cannes Film Festival and I think France. And so, like, every time he goes to, like, a film festival, he wears a shirt that says Persona Non Grata because that, that was the, the thing they did. So he just lent into it as well. So is this guy going to Persona Non Grata from his mate's weddings in the future? Or oh, And dude. what, does that mean? Is that, like, Latin for you can't come? Yeah, a, a person who's not welcome, right. essentially. Oh, right, yeah, there yeah you can't just be dropping Latin. And no, no, no. That I'm picking them like, Says there I, are I'm no not saying glads in this room. <laughs> you can't just be dropping the fucking exactly. yeah. 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 Well, Is it crazy I, that I, some I, of the dumbest people in the yeah. country speak Latin? No, no. So I, it's I, because I, they're on a very basic form of the language. For, yeah. Yeah. For, for you, like James, 2,000 years ago. For you, James, I should have dropped some pig in front of the Latin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. yeah. <laughs> That's... That's for all the list. That's for all the listeners out there that are a bunch of uspays. <laughs> <laughs> like, f- 
fuck, man. Like, it's pink Latin and Latin in no way related. It's yeah. just like, well, let's move one syllable and put an A on the end. Did then, you actually know that at uh, at most public schools they teach pig Latin as a form of uh, oh, a form Jesus of language Christ. language Dude, studies? I had kids in my fucking Ew. school that could like speak. It sounded like to me could speak like fluent Latin. And then in class they'd be like, "Do you know where Africa is?" And they'd be like, "What are you talking about, bro? That's the fucking links the odor." <laughs> In all six, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mix fuck. it with the body wash and the bitches get moist. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's good. Yeah, so he, he completely fucked. He completely fucked the wedding. But I think I think the uh, the cherry on top was like it wouldn't be a rugby league scandal without a little bit more <laughs> without a little bit more rugby league in it. So this is like TikTok and Instagram. In the hands of dumb people is just so stupid. So his missus is like filming and it's like 10 minutes after the wedding. She's making a TikTok and Brian's driving a golf cart completely fucking rat-eyed. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to eat your ass later. Oh, my <laughs> fucking Dude, God. honestly, that, that's the love that I want. <laughs> See, in front of my parents, just be like, I'm going to put my tongue in your fucking doodle and then... Yeah. Fuck, man, because like <laughs> when you... Because like James has emceed a lot of weddings. Like, I've done a few as well. You need so much editing beforehand. Like yeah. I, I had to edit... Uh, so sorry, I, I had to... um. MC my sister's wedding, and then so I went to like the comics like the night before the wedding because I'm you know a professional, and I'm like I need some fucking jokes, right? And so the, all they gave me was just like jokes that absolutely wouldn't work. If I was high on coke, they're the first jokes I'd think of. Right? <laughs> just just yeah. their bits. So, so yeah. like, I, 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 what's the deal with airplane food? Like at a wedding? <laughs> I, think, I think Luke Dillon right because he's just like oh just just tell me some you know something about your sister's husband. I'm like uh yeah he works in the mines and now he's got an excavation company. He's like dude I've, I've got one right you you got to use this. He's just like, uh, so everyone will know uh, Dean, he works in the mines and also has an excavation company. So I guess any holes the gold, Dean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I laughed how bad that was. But if I was high in coke and on the spot, any holes the gold, Dean? Like it, dude, I'd be firing that off. <laughs> like, yeah, I, had to, I had to MC a wedding recently and I had to really restrain myself. He works in the mines, so I guess he's fine with ruining the planet. <laughs> <laughs> They're ruining it. My grandkids aren't going to be able to see the sun because of you, actually, dude. And well, he holds a practice hole, right? He, he, dr- he drills the ground, drills my sister. He's Dean. Fucking hell, dude. Yeah, so some of the worst wedding speeches, like one of them would have to be, um, for me, I emceed a mate's wedding and the... So I know him. He's the groom. The what's the other one? The bride. <laughs> <laughs> what's the chemical maker called? What's that other um, one then? The bitch. James. James MCs a lot of gay weddings, so it's just groom and groom. All right, he's very non-traditional. Yes. What's the one with the mutt called? <laughs> so the bri- see only two boys the way God yeah. intended. I'm sorry, James. You're too woke for this room. Okay? <laughs> yeah, the the bride's dad, right? Yeah. So, like, during the wedding started, I've done, like, the everyone's come in, oh, yeah, here's this bridesmaid, and here's this person, and here's the, oh, and here's the happy couple, yeah, okay, whatever. We're going to take a minute, food will be served, and we're going to do some speeches, whatever. So this is all, like, in a debrief period, I go over to the father of the bride, and I'm like, hey, so you're doing a speech, you know what you're doing, you're comfortable, you ever done this before, whatever. Because then that depends on how I'm going to set it up, if, especially if they've never done it before. Like, give them heaps of love, like your typical open mic host thing, you yeah. know? <laughs> really fucking giving a groundswell. 
And he goes, look, I am speaking. I haven't prepared anything, but I'm just going to go off the cuff. Oh, <laughs> He's done no. the fucking Jerome like, oh, Lula. Oh, no. Are you serious? And I'm like, okay, no worries. And just thinking this is going to be a disaster. And I was like, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Maybe he's like just a wizard. Bring him up. And he rambles for like 19 minutes. Barely says anything about his daughter or the groom or anything. And he just basically talks about now how he lives in Fiji. <laughs> and another thing, the fucking origin decider should not be in Perth. <laughs> and he's like, dude, <laughs> fucking, it's not Australian. Fucking and up. it's like, dude, can you not spend an hour on your daughter's fucking wedding and write something yeah. nice? Just Come write, on, dude. write a paragraph that's nice and say it and get the fuck off. Well, like, is, is every, oh, so, sorry. Every, Every uh, father of the bride typically like cries on the wedding day, and mm. that every wedding that I've been to, and I always wonder. I'm like, is he crying because this has cost him twenty thousand dollars, <laughs> 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 or is he crying because he's spent way more than that raising her, and she's married some coked up fucking? <laughs> all his friends, all his friends are drinking cruises. <laughs> like, What's going on? Yeah. When the boys are on the fruit beers before the reception. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, all right. What the fuck's going yeah, on? And they go to the bathroom four at a time. Yeah. <laughs> They're just God. traveling in packs to the bathroom. It's like, what's going on yeah. in there? It's so just, uh, I've, I've been to two weddings uh, in like the, in the last year. So I went to one, like my sister's one, and then like another one for like a mate in December. Both we all did coke, and both seventy percent of the people at the wedding got COVID. So that's <laughs> it's been uh, a, you know it's, it's a very Australian wedding tradition, and all of us were going in there as well. And my mum's like, "What are you doing in the bathroom?" And my sister's like, "Think of an excuse." I'm like, "We're doing cocaine," and then mum's just like. Okay, like it's just she's, fine. she's been to a lot of Australian weddings. Look, a lot of people you would be surprised about who is fucking down for that dude because I've been yeah. to two weddings as well this year, both on the sunny coast. Oh, and so, yeah. like, I've been there and I've seen like forty-eight-year-old dudes coming out of the bathroom, like it's fucking in there for you, mate. <laughs> You're like, all right, dude, I don't know who you are, but I'm <laughs> gonna go in there and get it. I left a little surprise in there for your champion. It's just like Uncle fucking Patrick. You're yeah. a madman. Aren't you a fucking if, if priest? Nana doesn't get to it first because this is just a wedding where there's a hundred people. I remember so. the first wedding I went to. I was like, how good's this? My friends are in love. They're the people that they want to spend the rest of their lives with one another. The Jake. majority of the weddings that I've been to, all, like over the past fucking twelve years, I'm like, God, man, better him than me. You know what I mean? Like every bride has just like, with the exception of a few, but most brides, you just like, she is carrying on like a complete cunt. Now, yeah, and, absolutely. And now, like, I would judge you right now, but James didn't even know the word for bride a few <laughs> seconds ago. So, like, you're actually <laughs> like, what's the one between a girlfriend and a, and a missus? <laughs> Like, and it's just like, I think it's because- Top I, bitch? Is yeah. it main bitch, main no, bitch. Bottom bitch, I'm sorry, bottom uh. bitch. I think it's because like, as a society, like people tell women, they're like, one day you're going to have your own special day. It's going to be all for you. Like mm. For a day, you're going to be a princess. A princess, <laughs> yeah. And then they get the princess mindset of like, I'm going to be a princess. Today's my day and no one's going to ruin. Why are the flowers baby pink when I specifically asked for them to be pink? You've ruined my wedding. And then, you're just like, and then a few days the go back to doing fuck? admin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I kind of, yes, I agree. It's pedantic. 
But also I've seen comedians carry on like that f- over much smaller deals when they're doing a show for 12 people. Yeah, so. well, we're talking about regular people, dude. Yeah. Not fucking, we're talking about civilians, dude. Yeah, well, not we're not, not pe- the mentally ill. Well, we're talking about people who have severe mental illness only for one day. So yeah. like it's <laughs> much more redeemable. They can than- bottle her all up <laughs> and release it on one day yeah, and then go back to being an APS4 on Monday. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, it's so funny as well because James is such a low tolerance for bullshit and then you hang out with comedians all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know why you chose this job, but like, <laughs> fucking hell, dude. Because there's this uh, like comic called like Red Bar, right, who I, I think is funny, but he's the most negative guy in the entire world, right? And he just shits on comedians. But as I've sort of been running this with James, because James does most of the work, he tells me what's happening, I'm like, Dude, I'm on this guy's side. Like, I'm, I, I'm so down for what I Red sympathize for you because, like, I try to get comedians in to do the podcast, and they're like, yep, Saturday the 12th, I'll definitely be there at 2 o'clock. And then it's like 2 30, and you're like, hey, man, like, what's going on? They're like, bro, sorry, I got so fucked up last night. <laughs> I slept on some dude's couch, I did ketamine, and you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, sorry, <laughs> bro, someone last night reminded me of my childhood very briefly, and I just got <laughs> fucking yeah. absolutely obliterated. I started to have a thought, and I had to. <laughs> I self sabotage any type of success oh that I'm going to have. God. I was going to come there at two, and then, like, I realized I ran out of Coke and Siggy, and <laughs> my normal Coke guy is out, so I had to go through this other guy, and I was really skeptical that he might have. So anyway, I forgot I was supposed to be doing a te- like, like a shift being a teacher for a primary school today. So that's where I'm fucking <laughs> meant to be. So fucking hell. The amount of degenerates that like work for the government and also comedians, like fucking Elliot as well. Yeah. He, 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 so he, um, what was his job doing the payroll for teachers? Yeah, or so like shit? when teachers like call up and go like, I want to take my holidays or whatever. He like answers the phone of teachers. <laughs> Holy guacamole, what a great crowd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to take holiday to deal pay? with okay. a lot of the, the people that quit. Do you want to have a day COVID? off or do you want me behind your mum? Wait, that's not how that joke goes, <laughs> actually. Fuck, sorry. Hate your guts. I wish wait, I could touch them. What do you have to deal with, like, payroll can and I teachers? Can I just please have a Australian day off? <laughs> can, I, uh, can I go home now? <laughs> don't teachers just get paid the same because they work for the government? I don't I, know I what would think job so. Is. I don't know why there's a job. I think private school pays more. Yeah, private school does pay more. Yeah. You gotta be like, yeah. That's dude, where it's fucking. I'm, that's where the fucking good shit is at. If yeah. you want to be a teacher, dude. you're like, yeah, I'm religious, dude. Yeah, Jesus, he's a fucking. Say you love Jesus and hate gay people, dude. You're gonna make a yeah. lot of money. As we'll a have a quick bathroom break and we'll be right back. All right, cool. And we're back, cunts. We just had to piss, and that happens after you yeah. drink. After you drink a few standard. Beverages. I should have gone in the break. I'm sorry. No, I dude. Sorry as to soon force a second break. As soon as I grabbed beers and sat down and started talking again, I was getting squirmish. I was like, <laughs> Fuck, I should have taken a piss. Yeah, I don't want to be the first one to be like, I need a pee. How's fucking? How's Joe Rogan? That can't just fucking can it last hours? Just just all that training, dude. Like no, it's because he looks dehydrated all the time. I don't yeah. think he's had water since the nineties. It's yeah. just like he's like a big jacked piece of beef yeah, he jerky. He has like killer water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's cool. <laughs> Drinking water is actually not good. You're supposed to inject it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no. what him and fucking Jamie yeah. do. Well, Liquid IV. Straight underneath the desk, he's pissing into a cup that he drinks. Like when the like, camera's on the guest. Like Dude. he's just keeping all the nutrients in. So when I used to work with my cousins in uh, in Sydney, shout out to uh, Johnny Mac and Steve Mac. We, it was like a tradition that after work, we'd grab like two six packs, uh, two, three packs of VB longies. Yeah. And depending on where you work, you work all over the place. And these two boys could drink two longies fine and would just make it back home and then take a piss. 
And I realised after one VB long neck, that equates like three pisses. So I had, I'd have to time my long necks. But it took me a long time to learn that my bladder is just a weak gutter dog. Mm. No, but your body's it's a lot like... Of trial and error. Oh, yeah. Bro, like I remember times like we were driving, like we were stuck stuck in like bumper to bumper traffic and we get like into the M5 tunnel. I was like, John, just pull into the emergency. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, here I am with my here I am with my thumb dick just like pissing at like I like how it's got the LED signs. It tells you there's an accident. It's just like, no, there's a guy drank too many long necks pissing yeah. in the middle <laughs> of the four lanes. So just pump the brakes. <laughs> And like everyone, everyone in the Sydney's signs just a long neck with like a Ghostbusters cross on it. It was just everyone's like, oh, guys had too many longies. Everyone, everyone in Sydney's so angry that you've taken up like more time oh, for them to get yeah. home. They're like, what's the fucking hold up? And here I am like pissing behind a tire, just like, oh man. This so is you put way. your high vis on, just pretend you're fixing something. Yeah, yeah. that's what I don't, like. Sometimes I did experiment with that, like because you'd have like little FXD shorts, so like they were like kind of short shorts. You could just pull your dick out and then like pretend. <laughs> Pretend you're checking a tire mm-hmm. and you're just taking a fucking leak under under the thing and the boy's like, mate, you need to fucking sort your life out. And, I was like, and it I starts didn't... running backwards and you can't get your knee off the ground quick yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> you go to get up and you trip over yourself and just fall yeah. and just piss on yourself. But um, yeah, I, I remember when I was coming back from Petersham TAFE doing radio broadcasting when I was studying that. And like, because I would be there like school times or whatever fucking study times are. And then when you leave, you're like leaving with all the blokes leaving and like finishing work and whatever. And um, you'd sit on the on the end of the carriages of the like Strathfield to Newcastle line where it's the shitty old trains and they're separated by like the doors, big mm. heavy doors. And then so the dudes would just like tradies would just sit in the ends like where you get out and just chuff ciggies and like just drink long necks. And then if any ticket inspector came on or whatever, they just like fucking scram, just like b- abandon at the next station, be jumping the fence, fucking whatever. <laughs> but they just be smoking in the end of the carriage and you just be like stuck there because there's no room to go into the actual carriage. <laughs> so you just secondhand smoking eight bloke cigarettes. Mm. And, just and you're not like, going up to a group of dudes yeah. who are smashing darts <laughs> yeah. in a train. Yeah. yeah, with long necks. So they have with weapons. Long yeah. I'm yeah. not going to be like, hey... This is hurting my throat. Yeah. yeah. And I'm actually a radio I'm professional a now. <laughs> from you guys. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a student. Yeah. And I've had a big day. Yeah. <laughs> They've made a handful of poor life choices to be tradies, <laughs> smoking darts on trains, drinking long necks. <laughs> the last thing they need is a tape student being like, um, actually, guys. Well, they'll be happy to make one more bad choice and beat the fuck out of James. Yeah. I'm like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> secondhand smoke's more. actually more dangerous than firsthand smoke. So could yeah. you not? And you know what's even more dangerous than secondhand smoke? A fucking bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be wishing you died of lung cancer before that yeah. beating. <laughs> yeah, fucking brutal, mate. I actually love VB stubs. I love any VB. I'm such a fucking. You do pop. love VB. I just think I'm you like beer. Digit. Like yeah. Yeah. Stuff. It's just like we've gone from crafties to like fucking gad piss. You're like, it's all great. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh god. I think you just have a problem. <laughs> this is not a podcast. This is an intervention. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so, like, Brad, we've gathered you here today on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember we love you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but we're not that fucking gay way either, dude. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. We're trying to help you. I I almost did my second spit take in two days. I just. Spit take last night. <laughs> I can't remember what happened, but I was 
starting to partake and then spat my beer everywhere at the Christmas party. Oh, uh, yeah. I almost did it again. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I, had, I, had, I had Bobby Sandu on to talk about, like, jujitsu and stuff. He rocked up fucking high as fucking... Great episode. I listened to that. Oh, thanks, man. We, um, and then got drunk and then afterwards, like, we, we, smoked a, we smoked a little number. And he's like, man, do you really need to have, like... Six standard <laughs> drinks to do a podcast. <laughs> it, was it was fucked. Like we went to the comedy club afterwards. I kept drinking and then came back here. And then he's just like, "Man, like fuck." He's like, "What did we even talk about?" And I was like, "I don't know." We when a guy like, with multiple concussions who's high in acid is talking to you about your drug addiction, yeah. Hey, Bobby, do you really need to do coke for a writing session? He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, "Sorry, I didn't hear you over all the snorting." I was just doing. <laughs> Dude, that was fucked. When Back Just when you could only have 10 people over to your house at, yeah. during COVID, that was when I was having people over do writing sessions and stuff. Bobby turns up on Coke, offering everyone Coke, and then leaves early to do more Coke. And it's yeah. like, dude, this is, what are you doing? <laughs> That's fucking sick. It's so funny. It, it was a sweet. Sunday too, at like 7 p.m. Because he's like, he, he's like, he has like split personalities like a motherfucker where he's just like, I'm Zen. I'm about being an athlete. I'm about advancing myself as far as I can in jujitsu to mm. see what can my personal being get me to these levels of this sport that I'm pursuing. Also, love comedy, love hanging out with degenerates, going to do all the drugs. <laughs> when he talks about driving yeah. on acid, you're like, what the fuck, dude? That's like... When is driving on acid ever a great life choice? <laughs> not the time I did it, dude. It was not <laughs> oh, a then, fucking good time. When, dude. when the like the road starts like talking to you, yeah. and you're like, "Fuck, yeah. I should and stop like, it." I, don't I should even stop have the GPS this multicolored light. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the one of my mates who listens, uh, we'll just call him Tommy G. So, <laughs> essentially, just calling you out, bro. But uh, I missed out on this sesh with the boys. But like, come over, we'll all fucking hang out. I can't remember what I was doing, but. One of the boys bought uh, – have you ever heard of the sugar cubes that are just dosed with acid? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they've all done it. They're all fucking giggling, having a great time. And as it's kicking in, Tom's like, this is a bad time. <laughs> so he just, oh, no. So he's just no, like – He's like, I get – that guy excommunicating. Yeah, he's yeah, like, whoever's having a bad trip, dude, excommunicate him from yeah, the group. He, he, like he doesn't believe in the Mormon church anymore. He get gets, rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> he stop talking to him, pretend he's not there. <laughs> He excommunicated himself from the session. He's like, I'm fuck, I gotta go. And then, like, just drove home. And all the boys, like, fuck, like, should he be driving? And it's like, no one should be leaving this room. And I yeah. felt so bad for him because I was like, I think it may have been the first time he'd done it. And I was like, you don't know. That's a 12 hour bad trip of, mm. like, of just internal thought demons. And it's like, whatever took you away from the safety of the boys and made you drive home is way worse than what's at home. Like, you gotta go home and see your parents and your family yeah. and just. Pretend that you're all good. I mean, like, yeah, fuck, no issues here. <laughs> I had some bad trips. Jesus. I had, I had a fucking trips. mate of mine have a bad trip when we were all on acid at Groove in the Moo. <laughs> and we just, and we, he was just like, oh, this sucks. This is bad. And I was just like, fucking, that's gay, dude. I'm fucking, this is sick. I'm going to go see 360. <laughs> and then, and then I, then he just fucking got an Uber home and was at home by himself for like 12 hours. That would have got even worse. I've had, t I've, I've done acid a few times, but I think it's just like, it's, it's certainly not my drug and the the last one of the last times I did it is we had like I think hands down pussy's the most dangerous drug there is because it'll make you do wild things. We went to For this sure. fuck I hope no one in my family ever hears this story. Let's put it on the internet. 
so we went to this thing. Uh, it was like a, a boat party at Sydney Harbour. So we rock up a huge amount of pills and people just eating these things like Skittles. And it's like, you know, you're fucked up when you're dancing to Skrillex, having a fucking good time. And someone's coming up to you like, bro, whatever you have, I need it. <laughs> I'm so Skrillex has pressed pause yeah. to go talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Skrillex like, is like, no one has enjoyed my music like this before. Yeah. So I've been trying this for music years. Since 2006. Yeah. Like the fact, whatever you're doing, I need it. He's yeah. just like, Skrillex is like, I know that the lyrics say, yo, Skrill, drop it hard, but yeah. you dropped it too hard. <laughs> and so we're fucking, we're, we're, we're on one. And we end up going back to, uh, going back to this hotel and this this girl that I was seeing at the time is like, I've got liquid G. Do you want to have some liquid G? And I'm like, what's that? And she's like, it's like liquid ecstasy. Mm. And I'm like, well, all right, fucking hook me up. So she just pours, it, pours this thing in a Gatorade bottle. She drinks half and gives the other half to me. It tastes like fucking rocket fuel. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking nasty. Then it's 5 p.m. and we're at King's Cross and everyone's like, well, let's go out. <laughs> like... What else is there to do? We walk to this club where the official after party is. And it's at this point you could have started like a game show, you know, like what's in the case? And if you can mm. guess the fucking million dollar case, you get the million dollars. It'd be like you've got 21 attempts to win $21 million. All you need to do is walk into this <laughs> nightclub and just not dance. And yeah. it's like that would be the whole process of the game and I'd walk in and the minute I'd hear bass, I just would just start dancing. <laughs> so we're having a good time. Yeah, like, and everyone's like, there's no music, that's the air conditioner. You're like, dude, it's a sick rhythm. Dude, Skrillex has <laughs> really fucking stepped it up. It's a car backfiring <laughs> and he's trying to fucking do the worm. It's, it's just the <laughs> caught in the roof. <laughs> it's just the ice machine. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> So then, like, oh she comes God. up to me. She's like, here's the vodka soda. I'm like, sweet. So we're drinking vodka sodas, <laughs> having a fucking time. And it gets to the, like, the point where, like, she comes up to me. She's like, hey, dude, I'm, like, fucking heaps horny. Like, we should go back to my house. And I'm like, this is what I've waited for five and a half hours to do. Let's go back to your house. So we go back, and we're in the cab, and she's just, like, opened her purse. She's like, I've got two tabs here. Do you want to go to the next level? Oh, my God. And all I can think about is pussy. So I'm like, Absolutely. Not knowing like what the of course I of love this, you of, of this <laughs> would be. Yeah. Let's get so, married. Did I, yeah, I'd, I'd already I'm gonna put out. a baby in you right now tonight, baby. Let's fucking do it, dude. I can't I don't even out. know you are. I'm gonna put like, an alien in you. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be the best. So we we drop this thing and then like by the time we get all the way to North Sydney, like uh, we start to like feel the effects of this, mm. and then like we get. Get to her, her room. She's like, we should build a fort. I'm like, what are we, six? And then I was like, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, a fort's pretty sick. <laughs> so, like, we made the room with, like, fairy lights and shit. We're all giggling. And then, like, one thing led to another. And then, you know how when you do acid, you get stuck in these loops? Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. So, our loop started off as, like, super horny, doing a heap of foreplay, getting round to the point where, like, we're about to fuck. And she's like, let's watch Rick and Morty. And she, <laughs> <laughs> and let's like, build a fort. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we've already got one. We're, we're in one right now. How many forts do we need? Do, do we still break and enter and build a fort in my neighbor's house? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Get out. Like, the enemies. They're, <laughs> they're trying to fuck their way in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
It's a hostage situation, a real lint cafe type situation. Fucking hell. It kept getting to the point where we'd almost have sex, and then she's like, look, man, like, I don't know if this is a good idea. And I'm like, well, I don't want to pressure you into anything. So if it's not a good idea, we won't do it. She's like, all right, cool, we won't do it. Then we go back to giggling, and then the cycle begins again, and we just keep going. It was 12 hours of blue balls. and just like, I didn't sleep. It got to like 9 a.m., and I was like, I'm going to fucking violently rub one out in the bathroom and then just fucking go back to the eastern suburbs. Like, this is fucking, this is fucked cut. And, yeah, and at this point, you realised you were in your neighbour's bathroom. Like, like, it's just like, it's just not good. like, what are you doing in our spare bedroom? And I'm like, it's not a bedroom, it's a fucking floor, dude. Brad just turns around and he's like, for fuck's sake, are we going to... Wait, where is she? Yeah. Yeah. Not real. She just didn't exist. It's, a ca- <laughs> it's one of those cardboard cutouts that I'm just carrying it along. Yeah, so it's just one of the pillows you built the fort with. Yeah. <laughs> Brad's been dry humping Skrillex for 12 hours. <laughs> I'm like one of those little horny dogs that fudge pillows. And they're just like, what are you? doing mate <laughs> who is this guy oh, get him out of the house oh, yeah no the first bad acid trip i had drop two tabs always drop two tabs always too much always oh, do it's just too much start with a do dude and no. then i was so i was working at the airport at this point there was a that's guy that's the worst place to do it too. Yeah, so no. anyway i was launching the other 747 <laughs> i was like <laughs> no wait so you guys just flew here <laughs> from another plane <laughs> Um, so, so it was September 11th, 2001. <laughs> 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 Forgot I had this box of cutter in my pocket. Misunderstanding. It was like a normal day at work, <laughs> but I had two tabs. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm like dog sitting this guy, his house and his dog and whatever, and but so I have a free house with no anyone here. So I'm like, sweet, let's fucking bring the boys around. We'll all do acid and whatever. So we take two tabs. Then at some point throughout, like everything was going sweet. Then at some point we just hear the dog going ballistic. And I'm like, what the fuck? So we run out the front and the dog's like at the gate going crazy. Cause there's a guy in the intersection, in the middle of the road with his dog, with his foot on the leash. So the dog can't, go away and then just booting the fuck out oh, of his dog. Fuck. Oh so like the dog that I was dog sitting was going bananas being like, dude, what the fuck? This fucking dog's getting the shit kicked out of it. Yikes, and I'm abuse. on acid being like, what do I do? And then he turns around and he goes, <gasps> what the fuck are you looking at? Cunt. And I just get a huge adrenaline dump and I just don't remember anything. And then we're just like in the, in the house and I'm like, what happened? What? Because I have no. Because the adrenaline dump is just like wiping yeah. my memory, we, combined with the acid. This, this is what he's pu- beat the fuck out. Of yeah, and, they, and they're just this like, man, it's fine. Just don't worry about it. And then I'm like, did I do something? Did I like snap and like his body's like in a barrel? Yeah, before, like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> saying he yeah. forgot is what his public defender said. Yeah. <laughs> that was the defense. Your Honor, he was on a lot of fucking acid. <laughs> yeah, so that that yeah. was like a bad one, and I was like, uh, and that was also the the same day that the Nice terrorist attack happened with the truck. Yeah. So as I'm coming down and I'm just like sitting in bed scrolling, just being like, just think about happy things. Think about happy things. I'm just watching, just like body parts and stuff, being like, ah, oh, this is actually two hundred people worse. have died oh in God. France. Yeah. Dude, acid will do some shit to you, dude. I fucking uh, listened to. Welcome to the Black Parade album, start to finish, and I wept in my backyard and my neighbours looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just wept, dude, just sitting there like, that's the fucking perfect album. Gerard oh Way's a fucking genius. And the neighbours were just like, kids, please just go inside. Oh, I, I had a full ego death on, uh, and I didn't actually understand what an ego death was because people tell you, oh, ego death or, or whatever they say, it sort of dissolves who you are. But until it happens and you really, 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 really don't want it to happen, then you understand how it fucking happens. Like my mate, Beth, she gave me a weed cookie, but like it wasn't 
like she didn't measure it out. And it's like that Louis C.K. joke. I really fucking love it. He's like, I never do drugs. Never, never, never do drugs. Mm. So when I do, it's awesome, it's right? Like, it's and so like, I've got like no resistance to this stuff, right? So my girlfriend at the time, Dorcas, she's like 65 kilos. I'm like 115, right? She she had one and she was fine. I'm like, oh, I should be fine, right? So anyway. These are actually my weed cookies, I think. <laughs> oh, no, no, so, so it was From like, hook me uh, up? Beth, Beth made them. Right. Like, yeah, with I was actually oil. your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 That's a fucking highway. We um, just built a fort. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbors asked me to leave. I went back home. Um, so yeah, so like I, I had this like weed cookie because I'd had some in the past with like a, another comic on the scene, like Ethan Andrews. Remember when we went camping and stuff and I was like mm. really chill, right? But these were like dough. So I had this, COVID was on. So I was teaching lectures at the uni, but I had to record them. Oh, I, yeah, I, I should probably ditch that. Well, I'm already talking about like, we're talking about driving on acid. If I'm talking about currently drink driving as well, it's probably not a great look, but look. So I, 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 I had this ship and I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to record this lecture. And um, then after that, you know, like I, I might have a glass of wine or something and I'll, I'll go to sleep. It'll be a nice deep sleep, right? So anyway, I'm halfway through recording this lecture and about 45 minutes in, I'm like, fuck, I can't read. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just do it in the morning, right? So anyway, I'm having a shower and everything is just like, you know, and everything looks like it's fucking just jittering. And I'm like, this is not good. So I text my mate Beth going, this is rocket fuel. How strong is this? Okay, so that was at 9.45. At 10.30, I don't remember sending this message. But all I said to <laughs> Beth was all capital letters, S-O-S. <laughs> Can I just say, Beth didn't get back to me for four days. Going, and then putting on a fake panic. Oh, are you okay? It's fine. Yeah. Working weeks passed, okay? What the fuck do you care? Get you back with a, hey man, you good? Oh yeah. my God. So so Dorcas, at one point, apparently I had a complete freak out. Like I thought my brain was going to be stuck like this forever. I thought I'd become totally psychotic. Uh, like Dorcas had to Bobby Sandu me get on like like full chokehold on the ground so I couldn't slit my throat. This is how fucking bad it was getting. Oh my and God. then, so I woke up I'm like, I'm so tired. She's like, I had to stop you from killing yourself for eight hours. Like, and I'm half your weight. So anyway, after that, even worse, right? Because I snapped out of it at like quarter to six in the morning. And at 6.30, I had to be on a film shoot and I had 20 clients there. And I'm just like, I, because like, not, not only that, I'd been up, like hyperventilating, my I thought my heart was going to explode. I fucking I I because like like most comics, so emotionally repressed. I hadn't cried since I was eighteen at my granddad's funeral. I just cried for seven hours. I remember like my tear ducts had like atrophied, and I was just like, oh, this is weird. This was totally fucking discharge. Um, and then like, and I'm like, I still have to go to this shoot. Like I just have to, right? So I'm just like, oh, okay, I can't wear these pants because they've got piss on them. So. <laughs> Dorcas is like, say you've got food poisoning, right? And I'm just like, all right, that's what I'm going with. So I rocked up there and I'm like, oh, and they're like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, I, I have food poisoning. And they're like, you know what? And you're still here. And I got a round of applause from my clients for doing drugs on a Tuesday because this little trooper still rocked up the work. I filmed so poorly, they thank did not you, use the video. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you. I am the best. I am the best. Uh, thank you. I, doing so drugs funny. on a fucking Tuesday, that's dude. So oh my God. When we, when we traveled the States, we just had like, I think we could have pr pretty much made a movie out of it. I, I told you a little bit about this at the club, but one of my friends was like, we should make a journal about everything that happens. And when the, me and my other friend were like, nah, dude, that's fucking lame. Like, we're not going to make a fucking journal. And I wish I did because, like, everywhere we went, we were just like, people hadn't really dealt with too many Australians. So all this weird shit was happening. But we met these girls in Chicago, had a fucking awesome like time partying with them. And then one of my mates was just like madly in love with one of them. And we're like, mate, just let it go. Like it's 
we're in America. We're going to the next city. You'll be sweet. He just stayed in contact. Lo and behold, he's married to her now. But <laughs> they. Like, but, but he should have listened to you, mate. He should have listened. fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If he had a listen, he would have been in Australia and he would have been miserable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope you fucking Jerome Luan did. Yeah. <laughs> some, say, some say I gave the, the, greatest, the greatest best man speech ever. But, and um, it, it, was, it was pretty funny because at one point the girl was like, hey, like if you guys come back, we've got Lollapalooza tickets for you that are, that are all yours. And we have everything you need to have a really fun time. So we're like, all right, fucking cool. Let's go back. Went back. And true to their word, they had all the fun, all the fun things that we could imagine. So we end up just pre-drinking, like we're having mimosas, just getting fucked up. And then on the way in, they're like, here's some trips. And we're like, all right, fucking cool. My mate's like, I've never done this before. And I was like, we're just going to have to ride it out, buddy. Like, <laughs> see where the, see Take where the it day Pretend you've us. taken it before. <laughs> <laughs> so we have it like fucking 20 minutes in, MDMA caps come out. So we're having caps and we're sitting there and there's this electronic band called Odessa and they come out. They've got mm. these guys playing drums and like halfway through their set, they've got all these crazy like graphics that are going on. And I'm like looking at these graphics and I'm like, oh, I'm tripping, tripping. Turns out there's no graphics. (laughs) (laughs) He's at the ice machine again. He's just fucking, whoa, dude. It's just ice coming into the section. He's like, whoa, (laughs) this beat is sick. (laughs) Skrillex hit it. This is the best night of my life. Oh my God. One of their friends was the smartest person there because they they made what they called a totem. So they had like, you know how you can clean a pool with like those extendo mm-hmm. po- the extendo poles? So they had a giant cutout of their friend's face and they had it on this extendo pole. <laughs> and it just like sat up above. So like people would take shifts holding this, what they called the totem. And I'm like, why the fuck do you have this? And they go, at one point in the day, you're going to go on an adventure. But when you need to find your friends, when you need a bit of safety, oh, look for the totem and you'll know where we are. And Very I was smart. like... <laughs> fucking dorks <laughs> and we had this one guy called tony who just like would take acid all the time he was our spiritual guide and me and my friend are fucking tripping and he's just like maybe if i just tell her how much i love her despite that she has like a boyfriend that's in the military at the moment oh things God. are going to be all good and i was like hey dude that's a horrible plan <laughs> yeah her boyfriend is a train killer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like no part of this is a good idea he's like i'm gonna do it anyway they oh did it God. and then like comes up to me he's just like i i was fumbling on my words i don't know what to say it was horrible so i was like you know what dude we need to go on our own solo adventure now we're tripping so we just go off on an adventure and we run into some chicago pd and we have no prior exposure really outside of one incidence with with police in America. So we think that these guys are dressed up as cops. Oh, so God, dude. <laughs> and the one country where they're like regular cops are pretty much like Judge Dredd. Like, yeah. you're like, you can execute someone and there's a mock trial that's just fake and they get, oh, well, he was coming at me. Like, it's just, it's yeah. like, you know. So we're just like, yeah. yeah. He seemed like he was on drugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, holding an ice machine. I feared for my life. <laughs> when, when you get cops like Derek Chauvin and they get a GoFundMe and it gets the $2 million, you know there's something fucked yeah. with like the police departments over there. Don't go acid and go up to dudes who've watched Jack Reacher too many times. <laughs> so we're like, cool costumes, bro. And he's like, 
pardon me, sir. And we're like, yeah, cool costumes, man. Or who are you going to fool? You're not fooling us. And he's like, are you guys all right? And then we're like, we realise this. Like, we're just Australian. We're like, yeah, we're like, we're fucking, we're Australian, mate. We're Richie Ditch. And then at one point I realised on his hip is an actual Glock 9. I'm like, Mike, this isn't a, these aren't fake cops. Like, these are real cops. So we just hightail it out of there. The best part of this story, Brady, is we end up going back to the totem. We find all these guys. Yeah. We party. And then it's like the usual mess of everyone leaving a festival after the end. Mm. So we get out and I'm like, guys, what we need to do is we need to take some back streets and find a cab. Trust me, I've done this plenty of times in Sydney. And everyone was so <laughs> fucked up that they're like, this Australian guy's making a lot of sense. <laughs> even though he's not even in his own country. <laughs> we're, in, we're in Chicago, like where it's like the murder capital of, of the world. If you go <laughs> if you go down the wrong street and he's Just leading a group of people. I think Cronulla's over yeah. there. Yeah. I think if we just turn right, we'll get down. <laughs> if we go to the Parramatta line, we'll be sweet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm leading, every, I'm leading everyone down the Parramatta line. <laughs> and I'm like, we go down these stairs, we'll fucking hike down up here. And as we're walking like through this like underpass, I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm like, I've been here before. And they're like, when did you come to Chicago? And I was like, yeah, one time with, with Mike. And they're like, where did you stay? And I told them where I stayed. And then I'm like, but I've, I've, I've been here before. They're like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I've been here before. And then one of the boys clued on, he goes, Hey, buddy. And I was like, yeah, he goes, you a Batman fan? And I was like, yeah, man. Heath Ledger's a sick cut. And he's just like, this is the this is the exact road, like the underpass where they film them like cruising in those trucks and like shooting at Batman. I was like, how fucking sick's that? They're like, you've got no idea where you're leading. <laughs> I was like, no, yes, man. I do. We're going to Wayne Manor. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been to every part of Gotham City, cunt. Right? Bruce, Bruce is going to save us. We end up fucking eventually getting cabs and going back to our mate's house and staring at artwork of spoons for literally like four hours just giggling. We're like, mate, fucking... How good's this spoon artwork? And I was just like, I'm never doing this shit again, dude. It's like I'm fucking done. I've had yeah. too many cooked experiences. Yeah, last time I took acid, two tabs, I fell through my mate's deck, and that's that doesn't. Was it like a hypothetically, or you actually I fell through the deck? Fell through the deck. Yeah, how? And that's. Listen, I don't think it's got anything to do with acid. Yeah. I think it's just a poorly made deck, dude. Yeah. Like, the deck yeah. was rotten, and yeah. I was over my average BMI. So that's basically <laughs> what happened there. But um, you yeah. just felt like you were plunging into the depths of hell. You're like, yeah. oh, I just after that, to it's like when you unexpectedly drop four foot when you're tripping. You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. That's, that's I just wanted me. to build a fort yeah. and see if he likes machines. You got to stop doing so many high risk situations. Yeah. When you do acid. <laughs> dude, be like me, dude. I just took acid and watched the 2016 Olympics, yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I wept when a dude from Tanzania won a medal. It's so That's good that you know all the results dude. as well, but it's like it's just so emotional going on the journey with him. Yeah, like, yeah you just watch like some like 12 year old Swedish chick like win a silver medal through kayaking, <laughs> and you're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> If I if I did any psychedelics now, I think I'd do like mushrooms. But I want to just go camping with some friends, like maybe up on Stockton Beach, where it's just like you can get the view of the stars, you can have a campfire. But if you freak out, you can go. You can go. Home. The, the, the good thing with mushrooms, I think, as opposed to everything else, because I'm like, 
pretty into mushrooms. If, if you want to get some, we can chat off the yeah, show. Yeah, um, let's fucking do that. Because um, it lasts about three hours. And like, so this, this is the big thing. It's like when you first go from alcohol to drugs or something like acid, it's just like if you're having a bad time drinking, every 15 minutes you're getting a little bit better, right? But then with like acid or like even when I had this ego death, it just, you're like five hours has passed and it's only got worse, right? And so the, the good thing about mushrooms is because it's like, I, I think it's just, it, I, again, I'm not a chemistry cunt uh, but like um I, I think, chemical boys yeah those chemical boys, chemical uh, chemical boys. Yeah. so uh, I, I think it's because it's like an organic substance because it's just literally ground up mushroom like every half an hour it's getting a little bit better so you ride the way for about 90 minutes and then it just comes down but i will say it can get too powerful and if you're in an environment where there's lots and lots of old people i went and watched some classical <laughs> music by candlelight with my girlfriend and they're playing Hans Zimmer, so the Batman theme's going. And my brain is showing me these prophetic images of how social influence works in politics. And I'm like, well, this is fucking interesting. Like, and then my girlfriend- Just staring into the candle oh, on the table. It's, like, it's so <laughs> fucked. Rachel nudged me and she's like, you're making snoring noises. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You're going into a trance. Oh, like- man. It was fucked up. Because any- any, you don't understand what they're doing is with advertising. Dude, any question I asked my brain, it, it had a visual answer and I wasn't ready for them. And I was surrounded by 70-year-old women, right? So I, at one point, Demons. It's, it's not a good headspace to be in where you're just like, have I been quiet for 45 minutes or have I been really fucking up? Like, and I literally <laughs> didn't know the answer. Um, so yeah, like fucking Tim Burton, Edward Scissorhands music is going and I'm learning about the fucking meaning of life. And then, but like, apparently the worst thing I did was make snoring noises for about 30 minutes, <laughs> which, which is in the scheme of things, not too bad. So, but yeah, so like, I, I think like, cause like my mate, uh, she, uh, and again, I, I can't give away too many details, right? My mate's mate is a doctor and she just thinks they should be legal, right? So she actually like, um, grows, like, like, gr- grows them in a lab, <laughs> like, totally sterile thing. And um, so she makes like one milligram. Ca- if the AFP is listening to this, I'm going to give away an update. Anyway, they're going to get us for driving on acid, drink driving, <laughs> like, hey, we'll be- other we crimes. Be- we can beep out whatever. Yeah. I might so, have to beep out no. some of so, them. If anyone works for the AFP and listen to this, they're fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you wouldn't ever do this to any of us, would you? Yeah, yeah. We respect you and we apologize. No, I respect yes. you and <laughs> not the badge, mate. <laughs> so yeah, apparently she, uh, that, she makes them and they're, they're perfect one milligram doses and every time I've had them they've always been the same strength that they've actually been quite good so like yeah if, if you boys want some then yeah. uh, we can see what we're bloody doing maybe we so. should have to do a shrooms podcast oh four. dude yeah. us four so, of us have to do one if, if you do halves you're okay if okay. you do a full one and listen to Batman not okay we just watch the Nolan trilogy just like oh my god <laughs> just <laughs> all crying just yeah. like, and Brad would be like I've been there cunt that's where I let them <laughs> they filmed this where I was walking. Yeah. <laughs> I actually gave Cameron the fucking heads up. I'm like, bro, I found a spot. <laughs> That's fucking sick. I need to piss again, boys. Yeah, me too. And then we might come back and wrap it up. All right, cunts, we are back. The boys have pissed. The boys have urinated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've helped myself to another VB because it's Christmas time, baby. Oh. Yep, there we go. I've hit the wrong button. <laughs> Come on, can't stop playing. It's going to be a bong ripping. 
Fucking hell, bro. You're acting nice. We're smoking on some Kush Cookie by Canatrack tonight. And by we, we mean James because he hasn't <laughs> hasn't shared it with anyone. I mean, what, Mate, what, a, fucking what a dick. Uh, no. All right, let's get into a little bit of this one, boys. The Sunday roast. This beer is hard to open. So um, while while we weren't broadcasting, uh, just just like you were saying, everyone had great riffs. So we can say them exactly the way we said them before and act <laughs> like it's the first time. That would be great. Okay? I can't remember Absolutely. what we were talking about. But anyway. <laughs> There's no evidence, but I said probably the funniest thing that's ever been said. Ever been said. <laughs> but no one will ever know. It's like that Tenacious D song tribute. But yeah, like, yeah, 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 the funniest joke that was ever said. And this is just a tribute now. Yeah, so. this, is now this is now, we're in tribute mode and uh, tribute to Jesus for being born. Absolutely, hell yeah. Giving us this great holiday. Anyway. Read the gospel, so boys, save yourself. Where yeah. I think the Sunday roast should be for this is I'm not a big soccer fan. We discussed earlier in, in the pod that we're not big soccer fans, no. but mm. the World Cup final was on last night. Yeah. And we got to give an honourable mention, maybe just a full-blown mention to the French team for being a bunch of shit cunts. Now, I don't know if I'm – angry at them because like in a world that I'm thinking about now I want Argentina to beat the French cuz yeah I want the French to fail at most things that they do to be honest absolutely <laughs> yeah if you've because met a French the person they, they fucking sound. suck and if you think that like fr- like if you think like French people dominating sports you're not thinking of any sport that is worth a man's salt like the UFC rugby league you know, anything physical, but when they've dominated the World Cup, it kind of makes sense, you know, because they're a bunch of flaky fucking douchebags. Mm. But when your logo's a rooster, it's it's not intimidating at <laughs> yeah. all. No, so. no, no. Yeah, and, and Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham. <laughs> you know when they do like a tunnel for people when they run out, they just hold baguettes like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just think, yeah, Mbappe scored all of their goals and no one else did fucking anything. Nothing, I would be spewing. Dude. Giroud, you fucking big nose can't put it in the fucking net, you dog. Yeah, like I, I like I don't when I played footy, I didn't care if we got flogged 60 nil. Like that because we're not even close. So it doesn't even matter. But when you lose by like three, yeah. And you yeah. know that there were cunts that were like out on the piss the night before in your team. That fucking grinds my yeah, ears. Yeah, or just like that. We, we were that close. We were Very that close. Fucking close. And so you're saying the French team were just sipping wine, having cheeses yes. the night before, <laughs> just talking about how the World War II Blitzkrieg wasn't really their fault, right? They had that yeah. dominant line of Belgium just had a held up. Instead, they should have been like going over like you know the tactics and so. And Argentina was fucking training, dude. The French team were just riding around Qatar on Vespers in fuck with scarves flailing in the wind, <laughs> yeah. in fucking turtleneck skivvies. I, I just feel like soccer. Like the reason I don't think it's a real sport, right? So if you think about like the best guy in the game right now, Messi, right? He's five foot four. He has the saddest face and he's in his late thirties and he's yeah. the best dude. If that is your attributes and you are the best at that sport, possibly not a real sport. Exactly. Is what I'm it's saying. the same reason why lawn bowls isn't a sport. Because if your grandpa can do it, it's not a sport. It's not a sport. It's and, not a sport. It's very like, funny that they, they get to be like, yo, but it's the world game. It's just like, well, maybe most of the world isn't capable of playing real sports. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about the fact that a lot of countries are full of fucking pussies? Yeah, that's exactly it. It's the world game because the world game and the world is full of a bunch of soft cunts. Well, like, it's because the world's mostly malnourished, don't have access to proper water, nutrition, yeah. education. They're all small Soccer. and zippy because yeah. they have to be. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like, jump around the favela 
It's the yeah. cheapest game to play because all you need is a ball and realistically like two rocks. And you're like, that's the fucking, they're the goal. Or four rocks, yeah. they're the mm-hmm. goals. Um, if skiing was cheaper and snow was everywhere, that would be the world's game. That like, would yeah, be the world's game. Yeah. Well, just because just you lucky. get one ball and you can play it with that, that's... Yeah, if by sure. default, that is the world's There game. are a lot of sports in the world that are just very lucky that African-Americans don't take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen the great like TikTok? Hockey? The great TikTok where he's just like, hey, if our American athletes played soccer, we would be the best. He's just like, imagine LeBron James as a goalkeeper. That motherfucker's six foot nine, the most athletic man that the world's seen in the past mm-hmm. 20 years. There's not a ball in hell that's getting past LeBron if he's... If he's the fucking goalkeeper, they mentioned Steph Curry with his long distance and these other these other quick boys that play uh, NFL mm. like Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Odell dude, Beckham just Jr. zipping around, dude. Zipping around. The Cam other, Newton, the fucking playmaker. That other cunt that plays for um, Kansas City Chiefs, um, Patrick cheater. Holmes. Nah, the cheater. Oh. What's his name? Tyree Kill, the fastest man aside from Usain Bolt in the world. It's like that cunt was a striker. You wouldn't fucking catch the cunt. But mm. but I back to what James was saying. You would be filthy if you if you supported France, where Mbappe scores three goals. He scores a hat trick, the second man in history to score a hat trick in the World Cup final. You're looking around at the other fucking what is it, ten players going, shape up, cunts. What yeah. are we yeah. fucking? Can anyone doing? do anything? Give all right, so I'll, well, look, I'll, I'll do a fourth on. if I have to. But I want to give you guys an opportunity to not yeah. be not embarrass yourselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's to go guys, this is shootouts. the World Cup final. Yeah. Can you yeah. fucking do something? Shape up. We're down two nil. I get us back in the fucking look, game. I get us two goals. Do you guys remember in, in two minutes? Two thousand six in the uh, in, in the final, and France was in there, and Zinedine Zidane just head butted that other dude out of nowhere. They were losing, but at least that was entertaining. He just head butted <laughs> the guy possibly to death, and I'm like, he got sent off, and he was like hailed as a hero back in France because I'm like, at least that wasn't fucking boring. That like, might have been the good. toughest thing that's ever happened <laughs> in soccer, <laughs> and it was just illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we folklore over Cattle Dog Where fucking the yeah. New South Wales boys Cattle Called dog. Cattle Dog in the scrum And they erupted in a massive brawl in rugby league And it's like Zinedine Zidane Head butted some guy <laughs> Barely on the chest <laughs> yeah. And he rolls on the ground like he's hit cardiac arrest Like if he headed the ball that hard The keeper would have saved it <laughs> <laughs> and, it and, it, and it was the most Memorable thing that happened oh, in the World Cup <laughs> I, 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 Put it this way I can't even remember who they played I just remember he head butted Someone and it was sick. Was Some it, fucking yeah. Italian dog. Was it Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italy, yeah, yeah. Italy, Italy won. So they so won appa- penalties. I, I, apparently, uh, the dude said, "You're the son of a terrorist." Tall, and he's like, "Oh, interest, bang, like that." And I'm like, "That's that's how you sort that problem <laughs> that's out." It's great- very crazy to be like your first like attack is headbutt and not just like a punch, dude. <laughs> I tell you what's so funny. My, like it's there's it's no handball on someone's hand. You don't use your hands. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's doing what he knows. My dad is like an old school, like real country tough boy. That like his. His school holidays weren't spent holidaying. They were spent shearing sheep. And uh, <laughs> my my granddad, like, instilled this toughness into into all the boys. And dad taught me at an early age. He's like, if someone's trying to get into a fight with you, he's like, mate, just put your hands up like this. Like, you don't want any dramas. And he goes, then you just grab him by the collar and you pull him in and you headbutt him on the bridge of the nose. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, because I tell you what they don't expect. I'm like, what? And he goes, getting pulled into a headbutt. And he goes, but i tell you the second thing they don't expect. I was like, what's that? He goes, the second headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> so dad just, dad just does the double Irish kiss straight on the fucking bridge of the nose and starts throwing him. I'm like, fuck, that's the greatest advice that I've ever heard. But 
back to these French yeah. dogs. Like they, they, I think they lost the game just through being fucking pure shit. Just dunks. shit, dude. Imagine not doing anything the whole fucking game, and then all you have to do is take penalties, dude, and you fucking miss. Yeah, yeah. dude. That who come was the, on. Who dude, was the one? Who was the one cunt that like missed by like three meters? And it's like, bruh, what? Yeah, are dude, you that was doing. Bad. I'll tell you what, when Mbappe walks into the sheds afterwards and they bring out the little fucking spring rolls and the fucking snails or whatever the French eat (laughs) for the post-match meal. Such a wide gap. I I I bet he's just walking over just picking them up out of other people's hands and eating them. (laughs) You didn't deserve this tonight. I would take the whole tray of croissants over to my locker and sit on my lap and just eat them, dude. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not a soccer fan. I've never heard of Mbappe. He may be a gun. He's a weapon. He may already be that guy. But if he beats Messi in a World Cup final, he's never asking for a blowjob ever again. He's just (laughs) pointing and going, sacre bleu. And he's he's pointing straight at his He's pointing. He's just pointing straight to his member and it's just getting fucking drained. Because every time he goes out, he's scoring a trifecta with girls. Like that's what's happening if they had a one. But you got beaten by a midget with a sad puppy face. Like it's 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 embarrassing. It really is. Part of me is Yeah, dude, fuck Messi. I'm better than him, dude. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, how is he the best dude? Because like the second best guy is Cristiano Ronaldo. Who to me, like, he's the goat for me because he's fucking better looking. Well, I, and now this uh, is the thing with Cristiano Ronaldo. Have you seen Cristiano Ronaldo before he got rich? Yeah, dude, for sure. Oh, dude, ugly motherfucker, ugliest corn kernels for teeth, dude. It's fucked up. <laughs> He had yeah. that Justin Timberlake hair and like NSYNC where it's like two minute noodles, like fuck teeth, inclined chin. And then he just got like a real Madrid contract and all of a sudden fucking Henry Cavill handsome. <laughs> like it's bullshit. Yeah, my dad would describe him as having teeth like a pub piano, some black, some white and some missing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just, he, yeah, he, he, had was, a, he looked fucking bad. <laughs> if That's what happens, bro. You signed one contract with me and you and they were just like, do you want new teeth? Yeah. 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 Do, do you want a new whole... Whatever yeah. you're looking at me we with, can't have you you're a great, you're a great like footballer, that. but we can fix Look, this. Yeah. We, we've got one ugly guy. It's Rooney, right? Yeah. We can't yeah. have two. Right? I'm just fucking telling you. Yeah. Right? We can't have two people that look like they have Down syndrome on the best yeah. team. Exactly. Really. We gave him a hair transplant. It didn't really work, but like we've got to do something for you. Right? English people are known for having bad teeth. Portugal people aren't really known for anything. So it's like yeah. <laughs> they're still riding the coattails of Brazil, and they're like, "Did, did you really take that over? Like yeah, that was a long time ago." I, I. So I, I am happy that, that Messi has won it because he's, like, the Argentinian team hasn't won since Ma- Ma- Maradona, Maradona has, yeah. has yeah. been like an 88 or something. Yeah. Was Maradona the hand of God? Yeah. yeah. So he's a cheater anyway. <laughs> he was right? a cheating dog who took cocaine and beat his wife, but he's also good at football, so let's fucking... Yeah, and here we are. We yeah, hail rugby league players. spin over the ball. Yeah. Which is revolutionary, so he can hit yeah. his wife. If you revolutionise sport, dude, it's open season on these bitches. Like, all, all I'm saying is he's got the same record as John Jones. Yeah. Like, when it comes to fighting, okay? That's best in the world. <laughs> it's, it's John Jones, Floyd Mayweather, yeah. and then when Maradona went home, he goes, you don't want to see the hand of God. <laughs> yeah. The backhand of God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, are we going to stop talking about domestic abuse? This is fucking terrible. You, you give me cold soup. <laughs> yeah, so so I think that unequivocally we can say that the 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 remaining ten players on the French team are the the Sunday roast for not only this week but to close out the year. 
bunch of shit cunts. But yeah. Yeah. I'm not dudes. mad because like I don't want the French to be the best team in the world. No, nah, you anything. don't want the French to be the best at anything, really. Well, at anything. Mm. Really. Well, all, all, all I'm saying is I think they um, used up all their point scoring when they played us, and we lost four <laughs> nil. So like I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. they, they did get some points in early on in the tournament. Yeah, that's right. And I'm glad that the World Cup is over, so we can go back to not. Pretending that fucking soccer isn't gay. Yeah. <laughs> For the next fucking three and a half years. Yeah, and fuck, I just, you know, I hope we actually don't make it to the next to the next qualifiers, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to put up with these fair-weathered fans. Yeah, France. but the thing is, like, like we, we switched from Oceania to Pacifica or whatever. We play, like, America Samoa. Like, I remember when we first switched over that, Archie Thompson, who was wearing the number 25 jersey, scored the 25th goal against them in that game. But like yeah. we beat them 29 nil. Are you serious? Yeah, serious? Them, dude, and we're yeah. like, look, look, it's a bigger pool. It's hard. I'm like, dude, they got eight people and they all play rugby. All right. They yeah, relax, dude. You're playing yeah. French Polynesian. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, they're trying team. to tap the ball inside. Archie Thompson was wearing the 25th jersey and he scored the 25th goal in that game. So we're qualifying forever. Like there is no way we're not qualifying. One of those players is the other player's dad that he asked to come down and fill in the numbers. <laughs> It's like fucking Homer Simpson when he's asked to play Cubs to the flag. (laughs) We're a bit short. We need you to step in. Say less. Yeah. They just put a post on Facebook. (laughs) They're all looking to play mixed netball tonight. (laughs) Anyone looking to play a mixed World Cup qualifier this afternoon? If you can fit into a size 12 jersey, you're fucking in. All right. That's that's the only requirement. Hey, guys, we need a a reserve player for D-grade Oztag at 7.30 tonight. Like, that's the equivalent of these. Sorry, bro, I can't. I'm going to go play Australia in a World Cup qualifier. I'd love to come down and play second grade Oztag. Yeah. I've already committed. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, but look, if it was France. Signed a contract with Adidas, actually. But if it was France versus American Small, they only would have got three goals. All from the same fucking dukes no one else is trying. Yeah. Unless we all put in 110%. Even when these guys are reading the rule book of soccer, during the halftime, like, oh, it goes in that goal. Okay, that makes sense. The ball goes out and they just like pack a scrum on like the side. And it's like, what are you doing to throw? And it's like, yeah, a fucking line out, dude. Throw it a con. Who's getting lifted? Who's. <laughs> <laughs> I think that soccer could be better if they just widen the goals a little bit. Like yeah. if, if we just made if 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 the you know like this World Cup was was crazy because it was three 0 going into the final yeah. into the final shootout. But imagine if if the score was like twelve eleven and you got fucking penalized for diving. Yeah, if, mm. if you're being a like fucking like if they just pussy, said stop being a bitch cunt, dude. Yeah. Like whatever injury, yeah. they should walk out and hit you with a bucket. And if you don't get at least that <laughs> yeah. reaction or more, then the you're penalty <laughs> no longer stands. Yeah, yeah they actually have like a set. You know when there's like you get like a free hit or like a super over in like <laughs> fucking big bash. There's like we have like a three minute period where the fans storm the fucking field, <laughs> and you still have to play in that. And if and if a fan scores, the fan scores. It's a melee. You got it. Like it turns mixed martial arts cross soccer. You got to like they're like soccer kicks illegal if he's on the ground. Kick the motherfucker in the head. I, I like how much we hate soccer. Even if it was prison rules with no blood, no foul, we'd still be calling him gay. You'd be like, that's yeah. not a proper head wound. <laughs> Fucking soft. We're just yeah. that, you yeah, just got it in once, yeah, exactly. you pussy. <laughs> oh, you're spazzing me on the ground. Get up and kick a goal, you fucking fairy. What'd you, like, <laughs> what'd you stab him seven times? Your arm get tired, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Is an artery split in your head? No, then play on, cunt. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so oh, long story short, fuck the FIFA World Cup. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Long live the Newcastle Comedy Club. Thank you for listening mm. to the Sunday service and getting me through my first year of podcasting. I didn't know what I was doing when I first started, but thanks to guys like you guys, it's been very entertaining. Got lots of good feedback from having uh, quality comics on. Next year, we're going to come back bigger and better. We're going to have a top 50 beers to celebrate the year. We're going to come down to maybe the final five or so, and we can we can punish that on the episode. But that's a year away. If anyone who's listening, have a good holiday period. Stay safe. Get your dick sucked, baby. We're not going back to work. Get your fucking balls licked, bro. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> I'm going off the cuff here, boys. Absolutely, dude. And, <laughs> and, and you know what, dude? Buy tickets to my comedy festival show on the fucking 18th of March, dude. It's called Opposite of Adults. More dates to be released. We're talking fucking Brisbane, Perth. Where that's, can they buy it. tickets? <laughs> and just Google it. <laughs> Google it. Just Google it. It's on my Instagram. I'll put fucking shit up, dude. Go and follow Sam Keller. I'd like most to thank it. Taylor for derailing Brad into that plug because it was getting very Jerome Luau speech. Yeah, it yeah. was. I'm saying it sounds like heavy. Hey, you're welcome, Brad. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> I, was just, I, was about to start, I was about to start outing all you boys and cheating on your missus. Yeah, I was about to say, it sounds like none of you have prepared speeches but both done coke. And I'm like, how's this worse than any wedding speech I've ever heard? So it's if you're in Newcastle Christmas. and you want to duck over to Perth in the car, go see the show. Or if you want to hear about beers, uh, it's a tournament worth following, unlike the World Cup. I'm and make no mistake, I will plug my dates out of best man speech. <laughs> at a wedding speech, I'm going to plug my dates. <laughs> and for the people listening in this, how do I spell cough tree? C-O-U-G-H-T-R-I-E. And you can find him on Instagram. Absolutely. And you, and you can. can find the dates there. And if you're a Canberra boy, which majority of you are, go along, check out the show, check out Sam Silla, one of the maddest cunts doing comedy alongside Taylor Coftree. Mm. Check and he's out. black, so our show is diverse. Yeah, diverse. And both of them are gay and trans. And <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so they've ticked all the boxes. They're ticking boxes and smashing none because they're in committed relationships. <laughs> they're in committed relationships. And I'm not here to out them out in a best man speech. Because they're loyal, they're faithful. They're not doing any of that. Uh, make sure that you check out the Newcastle Comedy Club on Instagram, you can go on uh, online, check out the Newcastle Comedy Club. You can buy tickets to the showcases. Boys, how many showcases are there to go in the year? Are you doing a New Year's show? Where have you kind of landed on this? Yeah. Friday and Saturday and Saturday will be Christmas Eve and then Friday and Saturday and Saturday will be New Year's Eve. So we're running all the way through. I think Fuck we've got Dan yeah, Muggleton on for the New Year's one. Yeah. So Holy yeah, shit. Friday Hell and Saturday. yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, very, very cool. So if you're in the Newcastle up. area, make sure you check the club out. It's the home of Newcastle Comedy Club. There ain't nowhere else to go to watch comedy in Newcastle. It's the only place. Well, literally before we opened it, me and James literally did stand up at a bus stop once. Yeah. So it's just like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's like, what We can't keep doing this. This is, this is what crackheads do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? deal with bus 504? <laughs> <laughs> Only difference is you've got a microphone and a fucking mortgage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what do you do for work? Can I have two bucks for the boss? Yeah. <laughs> Want me to leave earlier? <laughs> um, yeah, boys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for the Christmas special. It's been fucking a whole lot of fun. Um, we'll be back at the Newcastle Comedy Club, all four of us. Uh, these boys will be there. Uh, Alan and James will be there for the remainder of the year. Taylor and I will be back in the new year. We're looking forward to doing more shows. Congratulations mm -hmm. to all the comics that won awards. 
at the comedy club uh, Christmas party. Much deserved. We love you lots. And, uh, yeah, have a good Christmas. Stay safe. Don't forget to smoke weed every day. Yeah. And we can talk over the top of this. Oh, so right. Dr. Dre doesn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, James, did, did you get Braddy's gift or did you just get it at the club? No, no, no. I left it at the club. Okay, so. <laughs> okay cool. Hey, come to the open mic on Tuesday. Uh, I may be out of town. All right. All right. But I well, can come collect my gift because the gift looks sick yeah. and I want those gifts. You just want to chuck them in cash converters, don't you? <laughs> like it's, you can no, get like I saw, 20 bucks. I saw them. Are they actually beer coasters? Because yeah. like, yeah. I'd never sit a beer on top of such a beautiful I'll plant. buy it off you and just place like a sticker of my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Thanks very much. Thanks, mate. Bye. Thanks, dude.